Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 9, Life Over Par. We're starting uh, a little later than scheduled, but that's all right. We'll understand why in just a little bit. Um, <laughs> or shot fired. You might have heard the voice. You might know him by the voice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a little bit different intro. I'm going to have something a little special here, so bear with me here. They should know by now. Our guest today, he used to wear windbreakers like they were going out of style. In his earlier, longer-haired years, he closely resembled John Heater in the movie Blades of Glory. He was not only the smartest teammate I've had in any sport we played together, but also the brains in the classroom, the valedictorian class of 2008. Welcome, Mr. Nick Wyman. That was nice. That was nice. (laughs) Hopefully that went well for you. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite though I would have I would have caught instead of uh, Jimmy McElroy. You mean that chick's a dude? Oh man. Yeah, but your hair back then it was more. Yeah. Blades of Glory. It was, it was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I got the highlights. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, you just got the intro for Nick. I'm here with Kevin in the studio. Hello, Kyle, Kyle on the TV. What up? Um, episode nine. Welcome, welcome, oh my welcome. Crap. Happy to be here. What's up, guys? Should be fun. So I'll start off, um, kind of how we start everyone here. Tell us what what's something we should know about you. Uh, well, based on the intro, if nobody caught the uh, music for the Undertaker, uh, I am a uh, I am a funeral director by by profession. That's my day job. Um, that's pretty much my only job. Uh, I'm a I'm a pretty 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 shitty golfer. Uh, in the evenings, I moonlight as one. Uh, I like to goof around with uh, real estate. Uh, uh, not very, not very great at it. Um, it. But that's kind of a little hobby of mine. But yeah, uh, new dad. I have a six six month old, about six month old at home. Uh, she's a ton of fun. But other than that, uh, I usually spend most of my days at work. Every once in a while, I, I whack around on the golf course uh, about once a week. I saw you yesterday mowing the grass there. Yeah. You damn near needed a, you know, a yeah, hey, rush Baylor. hog. Yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. Get through it. That yeah, was it was really bad. You were looking like Wingfoot's really Rough. Bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. Actually, legit, you could have dropped a golf yeah. ball and you wouldn't have seen it. It was like Wingfoot's Rough out there. We like to look professional at the old uh, Stevenson Wyman funeral home. So <laughs> It looks really good now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got the nice line My going. shoes were, I should have wore the, the New Balance, the white oh. New Balance dad shoes, but mm-hmm. I didn't have them on. 
Bet you can't wait for your daughter to be like 12 so she can mow the lawn. Yeah, she'll be. I don't think that'll happen. There's <laughs> no, on. there's no way. All right. I guess you'll have to have a son then. Yeah. yeah. Not that I'm that guy. You guys talked about this like three podcasts ago or four podcasts ago. I don't know which one it was, but I'm that poor bastard walking through like the Midland Mall. My wife will be just pissed off, and she'll be like fifty yards ahead of me. And then between her and me are like three blonde-haired, blue-eyed little girls, like with their <laughs> shit falling over. Like we're both blind, so they're all gonna need glasses. They're all gonna have like terrible sunburns. They're all gonna have allergies, and like these, yeah, like it, like, and their shit's gonna be falling everywhere. And I'm gonna be picking it up, and like one of you guys is gonna walk past me and just tip your cap, like that poor bastard. That's my life. Glad it's not me. I just I don't know why I just have that envision. But so far it's been fun. I mean, one is great. Uh, Emmy is awesome. She's she's a ton of fun. Emerson. Yeah, Emerson is, is, yeah. Where did that come about? Uh, Well, so, uh, I I mean, a lot of folks in the community that uh, some of your listeners have absolutely no clue, obviously, but um, I had a a sister that passed away in 2005. Um, She was seven years older than I was. So uh, I was 15, um, kind of a real shitty deal for us to have to go through. And her name was Emily, uh, and her middle name was Jean. And uh, so... We wanted to do something similar in her honor, but I didn't want to do anything that was like a like an exact repeat. So we did uh, Emerson, uh, kind of close to Emily. We did Emerson Joe. Uh, that's my mother-in-law's middle name. So same initials. I nice. thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Close enough. We call her wow. Emmy, Emmy for short. And, you know, everybody called my sister M. And so yeah. Emmy, EJ, cool. Emmy, yeah, it'll be a variation. I call her the little chicken because she's, nice. she's a tiny. She's like... We're not big into like the whole baby percentile things, but she's in like the fourth percentile. She's she's a really small baby, yeah. So so I don't know. She, I mean, she's grown a lot in the last couple months, but uh, yeah, she's the little chicken, little chicky. So, nice, yeah. a little nugget. Uh, yeah. Anything that kind of surprised you, or you know, you thought maybe you knew going into it and then you're like wow i was way off oh yeah i was a pretty bad time manager as most people know as we're starting this podcast (laughs) late starting Uh, women time yeah i have never been on time for anything in my entire life if i'm 15 minutes late that's good uh so everyone was like dude you're gonna have no time and i thought yeah that's that's not true it's factual you have no time there's 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 none left yeah there's none left it's hard to accomplish anything i mean that's not true if you like set priorities, but you got to like change your whole mindset. Like you actually have yep. to get up and get your shit done if mm-hmm. you want to accomplish anything. Cause by the mm-hmm. time you're home from work, which for me sometimes it's way after her bedtime. Like yeah. I, there's mm-hmm. days where I'll go like, like a 24, 48 hour stretch and really get like 10 or 12 minutes mm-hmm. with her just cause work gets in the way and you mm-hmm. got too much stuff to do. Like there's no time. Yeah, that's why, that's why I was surprised that we were able to, I mean, teat you on just because of the fact that you do have a newborn um, yeah, the, we're not gonna we're not gonna working. we're not gonna bring up where I'm supposed to be right now. <laughs> so uh, we're not gonna get we're not gonna cool. go there. Yeah, so there's I, a, there's I got. A uh, let's just say I got when I came home today after work. I got the steam mop done and I made dinner, and then uh, that kind of afforded me a little bit of time. Right. So a nice little life hack for uh, yeah. new dads out there. Do, Sometimes you just gotta lie where you're going. Do nice shit for your wife. Yeah, you don't, I don't, don't. You don't lie. You just do really nice shit, and then you sneak out. <laughs> And if you happen to be out like an hour or two later than what you said you were going to be, that's just, that's Wyman time. That's, ex- oh, yeah. that's expected. Yeah. She's got to know she's a Wyman. That's expected. Yeah. Yeah. So She's been training for this of you being late. Yeah. So it's really not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. She should be used to it by now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, by the way, Logan looks like uh, Tommy Pickles. Has anybody, has anybody said that to you? 
No. Do you guys remember the Rugrat Tommy Pickles? Dead ringer. If they were if they were a real life Rugrat movie, like not <laughs> animated, your son is a dead ringer for Tommy Pickles. <laughs> A dead ringer. I'm going to do a side by side. It's wild. It's wild. If you take like a black marker and draw like three lines for his hair. Mm -hmm. Dead ringer. Yeah. Tommy Pickles. Yeah. I'll have to to look that up. Here's a Halloween costume idea for you. (laughs) Definitely. Better than than Phil. Yeah. 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 Lillian. Yeah. Hey, uh, (laughs) your, uh, your snap yesterday, Kyle. Nice belt, by the way. Oh, thank you. So if anybody received it, you know what he's talking about or what I'm talking about there. Uh, may or may not have showed his son's ass. Can you you ain't that? kidding. We got to turn, oh turn him in for that. We got to what? Do we have to turn him in for that? You'll no, 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 no. We'll be all right. Okay. His son seemed pat, pretty happy about it. How many pickles had blue eyes? I swear to God. Dude, I, I, that's a dead ringer. Is, is that not pretty close? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've thought Definitely. that. I've thought that for like months. Definitely, uh, definitely. Head shape for sure. Um, head shape for sure. <laughs> so, uh, getting out and uh, making time for things. Monday night golf. You were still able to do that, even though this isn't a shot at you, Kevin. By the way, you were still able to hit Monday night golf with your uh, your new one there. Yeah, it comes up. I mean, it's. It, it, I mean, right? it, it it comes up in conversation every once in a while when like shit around the yeah. house doesn't get done. It'll it'll be like yeah, oh. life's about choices, man. <laughs> what what hill you want to die on? Uh, I know Kyle's probably going to ask. I think he's asked a lot of the guests, uh, what's your handicap? Uh, lately, I think I'm at like a niner. <laughs> 10. That's, that's is, it, is it up it's to 10? 10? Yeah. Fryer knows it's better than I do. It's a 10. Yeah. I, I happen to look through Monday Night Raw yeah. stuff, and uh, I'm also. I feel, like, to say I feel that, like I do have the advantage of the fact that my partner can, like, he, he controls the handicaps. So. I, I got that on week one. Well, All of a sudden, I'm too lower than what it. Should have been. Yeah, so I, I may or may yeah. not have that advantage of uh, yeah, having yeah. a partner that can kind of... It's, it's probably did... slightly inflated, but I've been playing better as of, as of late. But from, yeah. yeah, from what I heard, you you carried the team really on this, yeah, this playoff, I mean, that, first round playoffs. The handicap, the handicap is... is <laughs> With the handicap like that, how could Ad, you not? Advantageous. I've been there. I've carried that but team But it's before. my clubs, man. My clubs, yeah. no. <laughs> like, I, uh, I recently... Um, so Atwood, my partner on Monday Night League, was he was he's been dead set on me getting new clubs. I I've had these clubs. So my neighbor right around the corner from where I grew up died, and like he always had super nice golf stuff. So it was I used to cut his grass, and his son was like, "Hey, do you want my dad's golf clubs?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, like, that sounds sweet. <laughs> I know they're nice." So I went over and like I paid him two hundred bucks for these clubs, and they were King Cobras and they were graphite shafts. And when I was like. 15 i was like these are gonna be slick <laughs> yeah. so i played those out and they were already like two or three years old <clears throat> and um funny thing is uh, a few years after that his wife died and that's the house i live in now so i just waited mm. for my neighbors to slowly die mm. and then i just moved so in only, like yeah i got all their stuff not man. only you're making money off yeah. of death but you're you're taking yeah. their houses as yeah. well because yeah. you're doing property i got it all figured out i got it all figured out <laughs> so i've been playing these clubs forever and uh my partner convinced me to go like actually swing other clubs and get fitted and i was always of the guy that was like hey man your stuff doesn't matter it's about how how you golf how you swing like i was never an equipment guy oh my god oh like the first club they put in my hand i i turned around and i said it just pissed me off because i've been playing these clubs for like i've been trying to be good at golf for the last five or six years like taking it pretty seriously (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i realized how much money i wasted 
because being I was that, being that smart and being like, damn, it took me this long. To get yeah. Like, yeah. so they make you, when you go for anybody that is like on the fence of doing it, when you go, they make you swing your club for like 15, 16 swings to get your baseline. And then they start putting other clubs in your hand. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I just, I was so pissed because I, the first swing was noticeably 30 yards deeper and with more control with less, you know, I have a power fade is what I try to classify it as. I yes. wouldn't call it a drawn slice. If I back <laughs> off it, I can kind of have a little better result, but uh, just it blew me away how much yeah. different, how much improved things are from like those clubs got to be made in like 2002 and they were graphite shafts. So I was just whipping the piss out of them <laughs> and they were too short because I'm like six foot two and the guy's like, yeah, that's part of your problem. So so Good I could brag there. It was well worth it. <laughs> poke that brag in there. A little above average. Mm, six two. <laughs> so yeah, for anybody that's on the fence for that, definitely it. So, anyways, what I was going to say is, I think my clubs can tell that I've held other clubs in my in my hands, mm -hmm. and like now all of a sudden they're like performing at peak performance. Like, oh, like now that I've put I'm the sorry. I put the deposit down on the new clubs, they were like. Yeah, okay, we know. We we'll, know. we'll do better. So I yeah, so we'll yeah, better. exactly. So I've been playing well. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Might might have a brand new set of clubs never used for sale. And you ended up with or some cobras. Cobras, yeah. I so I started with cobras and I ended with cobras. Weird okay. enough, I didn't look at any of the clubs they put in my hand. I just because I'm not an equipment guy. I really don't care. I'm not like a oh my god. Like now I got to wear Ricky Fowler stuff because he. I think he swings cobras. He's about the only yeah. guy I know of. Yeah. So I uh, yeah I really don't care. So yeah, it's about numbers. I'm it's yeah. the numbers. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Kyle. No, I was just gonna say I'm surprised that he didn't go with all all black. Like like Phil. He goes all black on Sundays. It's gonna be a Cobra. I thought he was gonna be I thought he was gonna be Callaway all the way. I'm a big Phil guy. No, so so Ad would Ad, so my golf partner went down with me mm -hmm. and he like kept checking the clubs, like looking at him and looking at him. And I could tell he really wanted to swing them and I'm like, No, oh, I mean that's gonna screw my stuff up. So <laughs> he was looking at all of them and I didn't and I thought that I was gonna be a Callaway guy too, to be honest with you. But I they put them in my hand, and they felt really good and they got this cool little thing they can put in like the handle. It. They can put it in the handle of your grip, and you can like hook it up to your or uh, your phone and like Bluetooth. I'm a terrible phone technology guy. Everybody else yep. that knows me knows that I am the worst yeah, yeah. technological person. We need to get we need we need on planet Earth. We need to get into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a smart guy. You're, yeah, you're, you're the you're yeah, the Andrew so Luck behind. Like, class of 2008. Yeah, <laughs> I can't grow <laughs> that neck beard though. <laughs> I could probably try to manipulate you, you his voice a little bit. You're so smart. But yeah, you have probably like you just got transferred like to a flip phone. You're from a flip phone to a yeah. Smartphone Everybody found out that I still had a flip phone, so they'd all text me at the same time because it would like melt in my pocket, <laughs> <laughs> like nine hundred degrees. It would take you forever to get a text. Yeah. It'd be like fifteen coming in at once, and my phone would be like thinking too hard, and my it would like <laughs> my, I had it in my wind pant pocket. <laughs> the wind pant melt. The turtleneck. The turtleneck. I still have some. Oh, I bet. I bet you do. White ones. Yeah. Still probably no got a pair. My mom, my mom saved. My mom's like sentimental about all that shit. I'm sure she saved like a pair of those. You guys remember those glasses I used to wear? Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I had to wear the double barred, full on wrap around the ears. This was before like so. Nowadays, millennial kids get the sweet like rec specs, and if you have those, it's like, oh, this kid's badass. He's a baller. He's a he's a hard out, right? Yeah. Back in the day, they didn't have those. If you wore them, you look like a 
dipshit like Akeem Olajuwon. You might as well be walking around <laughs> with mini shorts. So I wore these double wrapped, freaking double barred glasses because I'd bust them once a month. Have to go to the eye doctor. My parents wrapped would be your, pissed. Yeah. yeah, they wrapped around You'd my come ears. Around and hit your so they the didn't bottom. fall off when I was running because I ran so fast. You were fast. You were very fast. Yeah, we're quick. Maybe he you're was, just quick. He was okay. Yeah, deceptive, like a mongoose. Deceptive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turtlenecks. That just reminds me of hockey. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you <laughs> doubles as a net guard. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> no, it not at all. It but it, like it fools the referees yeah, so that you don't like have to wear one of those gay net guards. Hey, I yeah. got this cool turtleneck yeah. on. Yeah, that's a net guard. Yeah, yeah for sure. We didn't have to wear them. I never owned one. A neck guard? Yeah. Uh, eventually we did. Yeah. Kevin, that's because you didn't have a neck. Maybe it was just the team we were on. Ooh. True. Factual. Factual. Is there an Adam's apple in there? <laughs> just a chin. Yeah. Just chins. So yeah. we were never all four of us on the same team. It was Kyle and I on a team when you two were on a team. Yep. Always Early on. Always Rhinos in green yeah. spot. Yep. That's so this, the, this is the third episode in a row we're going to talk about you guys beating us in Sault Ste. Marie. No. I'm not bringing that up. But then, yeah. is now. then yeah. I was on Kevin's team, and then I was on your team again. I don't no, know. Kyle, I don't think I was ever on a team with Kyle. I don't, I don't think you were either. I don't think we ever were. Yeah, he was always... Uh, you were a higher draft pick than me. I was always at the bottom. I don't know about that, man. I, do, I had those wraparound glasses and turtlenecks. <laughs> Who's going to pick that kid? Smartest guy on the ice. Yeah, you want to look like a dipshit so that people think you're like a dipshit. And then at the at minute the age, you need to turn it on, hockey, you can turn it on. Hockey, I looked like I was like six foot tall and just had a big stick. So yeah. I just play defense. You guys remember the uh, Toys R Us went out of business? Mm-hmm. You remember like the little mascot kid, the little uh, giraffe? Yeah, I Imagine that guy on skates. That was Kyle Kid. Definitely. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. He's uh, he's got a character for everybody yeah, here. Toys yeah. R Us giraffe yeah. and oh, Tommy. We Pickles were we were we the were the Rhinos car wash was our sponsor when Kevin and I the first year we played and Kevin literally was the Rhino. Yeah, he was the mascot, but he played. <laughs> Park his ass in front of the net. Nobody moving him. Yep. Little yeah, poor defenseman yeah. tried to try to rush up on him, just that fall was, over. Yeah. That was good stuff. <laughs> you jumped up to travel to travel league yeah. before I ever did. Yeah. And then eventually asked me to, yeah. to go to Out of Bounds Pizza. Yeah. Pryor had a state championship uh, shot on the end of his stick and had an had an errant whistle by a referee that cost us the uh, state championship that yeah. year. We were on. Uh, yeah. Uh, Coach Lilly was our Dr. Lilly was uh, our coach. Uh, yeah, we were B Dubs, uh, but B-dubs that was back B-dubs. when it was it was BW three. You didn't yeah. say B Dubs. No, nope. it was Buffalo Wild Wings and Wreck. I have no idea what was, Wreck stood for. But, but you, what did you say Wreck? Yeah, it was spelled weird. I have no <laughs> idea. Somebody wreck. look up what that means. I don't know <laughs> what that word means. That's the first I've heard of that. Like, like, I've heard of BW threes, but I had no idea what the third look up was. look up the old logo. Yeah, it was legit. It said all three. It said wings. What did it say? Buffalo Wild. It was Wings Beer Sports, but it was Buffalo. It was Wings or Wild Wings. Wild, yeah, it was Wild Wings and wow. Wreck. Or like, yeah, yeah it was like, it was like wreck, yeah, I mean, it must be like Czech or something. I don't like know. Buffalo, it's like a like a beef on whack. Like a what? Beef on whack. Like a whack of beef. <laughs> what? A beef on whack. Never on heard of that. Wh- on whack. I've never I don't heard know. of Michelle that. Michelle knows it. Michelle. <laughs> Guest appearance by Kyle's wife. What is whack? Does what she know what whack? whack? Camel whack. Camel whack? Uh, not camel whack. Get, get in here real quick. 
I'm telling you, it's a buffalo thing. Beef on whack, right? Like camelwack. It's a camelwack roll. Camelwack. Wait, wait, wait. Are you speaking buffalo as in the animal or the place? The place. So you're saying, did B Dub start in Buffalo, New York? I'm guessing so. Did they said whack. We're gonna need some facts. I don't know, man. Somebody look up the old logo. The whack is a roll. That that has some legitimacy to it, but but you don't ever eat a roll when you go to no B Dubs. I'll look it up afterwards, yeah. and, and we'll okay. see. Maybe it's how they started up. I don't know. Yeah. It could be. It could be. It that's weird. what that what what you said before. Like that's what resonated with me. It's it was that. very different. That would have been like the that would have been like the logo in like two thousand. Oh yeah, as yeah we, had, we had the jerseys as that, we back, that were the whack. old Predators jerseys. We all go back far enough that when we stood up on skates, our ankles inverted in. That's how that's how little we were. No, 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 man. Yeah. My dad tied my skates extremely Bad. tight. Yeah, my dad was pretty. good. That didn't too. happen to me. And then like Kevin's mom would bring us, and she'd have to use that little hook thing to try to tighten our skates. Did she? I don't remember. These oh, are, the, these aren't tight enough. Big hook on the lace. My mom was bad at it too. Our, our, mom, our moms had to bring us to friggin' hockey practice. There are plenty of funny hockey stories. Oh, there's tons. Um, the one that comes to mind that I think overall is probably the best is uh, gangstar.com. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's too deep of a rabbit hole. Yeah, That's it's, way it's, too deep of a rabbit hole. Way too long hole. of a story. Yeah, yeah. But that was like right around the time of RuneScape when that oh, thing yeah. was kind of going off. way too deep of a <laughs> rabbit hole. And we just, we just like manipulated this story about this game we were mm-hmm. all playing online. For one team yeah. that we had, yeah, like every kid on our team, to try yeah. to believe, like, dude, there's this amazing game out there. Yeah. I can't that was a weak moment it. in my life. I'm not like that anymore. That was a weak moment. Sure, I even bit into that, and I was like, sure. I was like the consummate nice kid, and I even bit into that thing. Did you uh, say gangster? Because it's gangstar. Oh yeah, with with a Z though. With a Z at the end. Oh, no man, you're spelling it wrong. I can't believe you can't find this. And then the kid, like, and then the kid made up that he like uh, that he made it into the thing. And, like the game existed, it didn't exist. He made up like it did exist. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't see you there last night. You didn't play, dude. It doesn't exist because it's not real. <laughs> and we just like oh, broke it to him like this was fake. Oh. And he ended up throwing. He's one of those shoes. kids. He was one of those kids that deserved it though. Chucking shoes at us. Yeah, that's a good life lesson. I'd rather learn that life lesson when I'm like 14 <clears throat> than when I'm like 30 and everybody else thinks I'm a douche. You know, <laughs> at least at that point he learned it and he's like, all right, I need to just. Did he though? Yeah. yeah. I was having a happy yeah. moment. It made me yeah. feel better about the fact that I was part of that. I don't know. I wonder where he is today. You know, I don't know. No idea. But growing up playing hockey, I would have figured if there was a sport you'd go to college and play, I thought it would have been hockey. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It Did, was, was there uh, any thought of that? Uh, Yeah, I was too much of a... Uh, I was going to say pussy. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, I didn't want to move far away from home. Like That was it. Uh I probably could have, uh, yeah, I could have probably gone down to Wayne State right away, which is where I wound up having to do uh, my second degree. I wound up having to go down there anyway. I mean, it was miserable down there. But, yeah, I probably could have gone down and played. They had, like, a D3 hockey team at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably would have had to live down there. But at that time, I probably could have gotten a better deal with school. I mean, I got a lot of help when I went to college because I had – pretty good grades yeah. so uh that kind of helped but uh i pissed that opportunity away because i didn't want to move far away from home and live with somebody else and uh i had an opportunity to go play college baseball at a school further from home um that was like it was like their first year having a college baseball team and uh coach yankel was like yeah, i think this is a good idea dude they're gonna give you a bunch of money because they don't they have you're gonna be you're gonna start because it's all freshmen that's mm-hmm. the problem is it's all freshmen 
they don't have a team. You guys are going to get blown out and you're going to suck, but you're going to get like free school. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it sounds cool, but how far is it? Well, it's like two hours away. I'm like, oh, it's too far. No, two hours? I want to be able to, yeah, yeah, man. I was like, I wanted to stick around home. I don't know. I was like, yeah, yeah, mommy's boy. I don't know. Two hours. Yeah, yeah it was too far. I didn't want to go that far. So I, I had my mind up of where I was going to go. And uh, for some reason, I thought I was going to be a great football player in college. And I sucked. <laughs> so I sucked. Yeah. I mean, I was skinny. I weighed like 100 and freaking 65 pounds. And mm-hmm. I was fast, but everybody else at that level is fast, right. and they're freaking huge. <laughs> yeah, and you figure that. I mean, I've freaking wore a turtleneck, right? Like you figure that out the first and day. Yeah, because you're so fast. Not to mention, you hop in a locker room with like ninety other guys, and you're like, "Wait, do I have to, are you no swimsuits?" <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I do that when I'm taking a drink. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, it's like you feel out of place, man. Like, you know, like we yeah. come from Claire, we come from Claire High School, like showering with your buddies at like high school when there's like 10 of you that like have the balls to do it is one thing. But when you're in like a college level, uh, yeah, you just, yeah. you're just, you're another fish <laughs> in the pond, man. You're tiny. So you, you were there with a friend of ours, Steven Springer. Yep. How long were you there? Well, I graduated. Uh, Steven, you. Steven made it a semester. He was my roommate, and he blames it on me because I spent all my time in the library, and that's pretty factual. Yep. I spent a ton of time in the library, and Steve was like, "Yeah, hey, it was boring." Why? My roommate was was never there. I just he said, uh, "All I did was play video games. I was bored. I had to wait because I'm the slowest eater known to man." He's like, "I had to wait for him for like two extra hours in the cafeteria, and there was an ice cream machine, and of course, I indulged three or four times to wait for Wyman <laughs> to finish. It's, mm-hmm. It just wasn't working out." We had like a mutual mailbox in college. And did any of you guys live in dorms? Yeah. No. Okay. So when you live in a dorm, you you have a, you know how you have like a mutual, like your mailbox, there's one whole entire wall. That's all mailboxes. Right. Well, I had the key uh, to the mailbox because I was, of course, the responsible party. Uh, right. That's just. But you were in the library the yeah. whole time. I was right. in the library the whole time, but I was the responsible guy, so I knew where the key was. So I checked the mailbox like once a week, and after a while I started noticing that I was I was never getting any mail, and Steve was getting these letters from the college, and I wouldn't open them because it wasn't my mail. So I'd grab them out of the mailbox and bring it over to him, and then eventually I was like, dude, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, I, just, I, I don't think I'm coming back. I don't think I'm coming back next year. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, yeah, it is what it is. And so he was going through, I mean, his dad had died the summer yeah. before we went down there. And uh, I mean, we were super tight growing up, but we got even closer. And to this day, we're still super tight. So yeah. you should bring Steve on here so he can defend himself because yeah. I just thrashed him pretty you good. You did. You yeah, did. I just thrashed him pretty good. He's my bro. I, I feel like Steve so. might have a little defending right now. Um, I would like to read something. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure you submitted a question. um, I guarantee it. This is a a really nice reading. Um, Let's see if you know who this is from. This is called Poe. Yeah, what a a dick. I once heard Thart Poe wrote his best things effed up on. He was a drunk, so I've been told. I was owe it to be known that I wrote this poem was I was wasted. The first was, was supposed to be as. The spell chuckle keeps changing my mistakes. I don't, I don't really have control of my fingers at this moment. 
I'm rambling on, I feel, but I feel so amazing. Like this pressure of finishing school is non-existent. I just corrected an indentation in my roommate likes. Bulldogs. When I close my eyes, I feel like the room is spinning. We've all been there. My eyes lead and my lips fallow. I mean to say follow. <laughs> Who wrote the stories of Sherlock Holmes? I really am wasted. Itter always amazing. I'll probably review this poem in the morning. You probably should. I must promise myself that wild let it be free as I feel now. Uh, I knew the ending line. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> How was that? I begged him not. He was the best man at my wedding. I begged him not to read that. As your best man's speech. Yeah. I begged him not to read it, and he didn't. No, he and didn't. that's a good friend. But he, we he didn't. I feel bad for all the crap I just said. Brought it up now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I begged him oh. not to read that at my uh, at my wedding. But I, yeah, I wrote that. It was an experiment. I uh, you turned it in. Alcohol? Yeah. No, I did turn it you in. You turned that I in. Left, I left it. I turned it in for a class. What yeah, class? I turned was it that? in. Somehow Springer convinced me to e- to email it to him. <laughs> I was so wasted. I emailed it to him. So my senior oh. year of uh, when I was at Alma. My senior year there, uh, I had I had done pretty well, and I had convinced the college that it was a good idea to let me live off campus. And Alma College is a closed campus college, so you're not allowed to like you. If you live in an apartment, it's it's an apartment on campus property. Like you don't right. have to live there unless you live in Alma. And that's like your hometown. Then they let you commute because they don't they don't force you to pay room and board when you live like a block away. So I convinced him that it was like an economic opportunity. I needed to be close to home because I was going to be able to coach like sports back at my school where I grew up and my parents needed me to work in the business. And they were like, oh, okay, we'll make this exception. And I lived in Mount Pleasant with a couple of bros <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was a it got us a bad idea. So I was going to Elma and I was commuting from, uh, what were the names of all those uh, apartment complexes in Mount Pleasant? Yeah, Deerfield. Deerfield. It was Deerfield I lived in. I lived in Deerfield. And uh, I had enough credits to graduate. All I needed was like six more credits. So I, I took like a creative writing class because I thought it would be easy. And I took like an independent study, which was like a ton of credits. It was worth a ton of credits. Maybe I needed like 12. And the independent study was worth a bunch. And the and the... I, I had to like turn in like a hundred pages of actual creative writing. <clears throat> I didn't do any until like a week before. Also a Wyman mm-hmm. thing. Like everybody that knows me knows mm-hmm. there's shit to be done. I ain't doing any of it until like a day before it's due. Mm-hmm. But valedictorian. So, the yeah, best, always get the best procrastinator to yeah. ever be valedictorian. Yeah. I mean, no question. No question. Yeah. So uh, I, in like a, <laughs> a week, like I ripped out a hundred pages. Like it had to be a legit hundred pages. Like like no like double spacing, twelve point font, larger freaking period things mm-hmm. that kids used to do. Like, mm-hmm. You couldn't do any of that. Like he somehow this professor had a way to like he had like a like a sheet he could lay over top of the other sheet and he knew if you were cheating. And if yeah. he caught you cheating, yeah. F. 
I don't like, get it. I never got it. Periods are size yeah. 14 point because yeah. just a little Could bit more shit. spacing. So I spent like two weeks straight. Like I didn't, Damn, I, I didn't, didn't realize that. No, I spent like two weeks straight and I didn't like, I didn't move. There were days where, <clears throat> so <laughs> Alma stayed in school later than central and all my roommates would like wow. go home and Spranger went like home for a weekend and he came back and I was still in the, in the couch, same spot, same channel, same clothes. <clears throat> and it was like, it was like 50 hours later. I hadn't gotten up and done anything. So yeah, like my, my eyes were goofing up and I was like, oh, I just, maybe, maybe if I just have a drink, I'll be like, I'll calm down and I'll be able to like hone in on some stuff. I drank like half of, like, I'm not, I hate wine. I drank like half a bottle of wine and I smashed a four loco back when those things were like, yeah, it's yeah. the only, four only were time four I've ever drank more than yeah. like a sip of wine and the only four loco I've ever had in my life. The perfect timing. It took me about like 20 minutes after I had these things. <laughs> Oh my god! And you created that masterpiece. Yeah, before I puked. Well, well, according brutal to what you were thinking at that point, Poe wrote all of his. See, that was my theory. Drunk. I thought, like, hell, man, if I get like a little tuned up, like maybe, like I'll get like I'll be great at writing. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I thought I was like, yeah, I was doing pretty good. Like, I'm, I'm not a bad writer. It's worth like, a try. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Like, and then I got like schwacked. That was, that was phenomenal. I, I thought. Well, I mean, that's, that's the way I sound every Sunday when I'm talking about fantasy football with our group. So don't even worry yeah, about man. it. And I'm not even loaded. Way to do so. it. It's how you, it's how you, you lower the inhibitions. Right? <laughs> the two beers. You probably should. Two beers is what you should stick with if you're going to play Peak golf. Performance. Uh, he's sober Boom. when he yeah. does that. Well, maybe next time we all play around, we ought to smack a half a bottle of freaking cheap ass <laughs> wine and a four loco. Got to find a good. Those have been banned. I think those so those changed. The they're back now, but they're weaker. Yeah, yeah. They, they changed the formula. Yeah, kids were dying, dude. It was a crazy mix it of was like, like the equivalent get you of like, super hyper and super drunk. It was like where you can't sleep. It was like six cups of coffee mixed with those like kids four beers were pussies. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, you mean the ones that died? Well, you know, <laughs> Just, when yeah, you put Kevin, it that way, you're, Kevin, you're in like an elite league. Yeah, it's yeah. a business decision yeah, for yeah, Nick yeah, over there. Yeah. Kevin, you're in like an elite league, though. I'm, yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. If you and that's I were to sit next to each other there, and, and drink beers, there's he's double yeah. dipping. Yeah, he's yeah. double dipping. Yeah, he's, he's getting some business. And so, <laughs> what is yeah. that the Joe yeah. Dirt yeah. reference? Yeah, would be a veterinarian. Well, you, it, you shove a bottle rocket. Yeah, it's good ass. biz, brother. You win twice. <laughs> Comes back to you to fix it. It's good biz. You mean to stand there? You're going to stand there owning a fireworks stand and tell me that you don't own any crap flappers, church burners, gut busters, spleen splitters, hoosker do's, hoosker don'ts, with or without the scooter stick? Wow. Yeah, yeah, great, uh, great wow. movie. Maybe I should be David Spade. You could be so, David Spade. Except yeah, he has hair, too. You did bring yeah, up a question yeah, before we started. I don't think David Spade works. Question before that. you started. I think we should have it now. You're bringing up movies and... Maybe you're David Spade. Yeah. What was your question again? Uh, I think my question was, if you were guys were going to be played by in a movie by a movie character, who plays you? Ooh, dang. Kyle? I'll let you think, because I think I, I got one for me. Nick? Has anybody watched The Umbrella Academy? Nope. No. There's a show on Netflix called The Umbrella Academy. Jordan Dancer texted me a little while ago. He was watching it. Mm. Um. I can't think of what his name is. Lester or something? The big guy. He looks you know, like if I hit the gym like for three years, like in the face, 
exactly like me. It's weird. So Lester. So the guy from the Umbrella Academy looks exactly like me, or I look exactly like wait, him, however you want to put wait. that. There's a guy that looks exactly like you. Cartoon character? In a Haribo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the I like bear the commercials. because they're squishy. <laughs> 100%. That's fact. It could be. That Just guy as too. much as Kyle's kid looks like Tommy Pickles, yeah. that's you. Yeah, I've had that a lot, too. I like the red ones because they're squishy. You guys answer yours. I'll bring up this photo just to prove your point correct. uh, Shit. You have one, Kevin? Yeah, I'd probably go with fat Jonah Hill. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Not skinny Jonah Hill. No, I like that. Yeah, he's a lot funnier when he's fat, too. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. He's pretty serious when he's skinny. Yeah, it's upsetting. Movies are terrible. Mm. He's been good. So, so what movie of Jonah Hill kind of resembles? Super bad. Come on, dude. Yeah, there's super bad. Ball dick ball. Uh, I, I, I'd probably say like Ashton Kutcher when he plays Kelso on that '70s show. That's pretty close, I'd say. I for, you, for you, yeah. that isn't bad. That's pretty close. Yeah, I love that that's show like too. A, God, that's good. That's a good that's show. Good. Jackie, I can't control the weather. I randomly yeah. put it on. That's good. To go to Those sleep. are all good. Yeah. It's the best I got. You don't know if mine's good. You've never seen them. Really so like John, John Heater, is that what you're going with? Well, or? I mean, I think that like I constantly got the Napoleon Dynamite reference my entire life. That's the, yeah. the Haribo That's, gummy bear. I want to fly them in the... Yeah, the yeah. Haribo yeah. gummy bear. I like the red ones because squ- they taste like berries. That's you. That's I know. That's what I'm saying. Next to the oh. guy... I like Which the red is, ones because they taste like berries. This is the guy. Yes. <laughs> oh, you dress, yeah. he dresses like you. <laughs> He's in a suit. Yeah, I know. But like when you, that's. If I guess I wore a suit. Yeah. Man, I've seen you in a suit. That'd be a suit you'd wear. You look like that guy. I got one. What's the. um? Yeah. Same hair. What's the. What's yeah, the. This is how I wear my hair when I go to work. So. Go Remember Home Alone, the tall guy. What's his name? The yeah, Marv. Marv or. Not, Marv. Marv. What are you doing? Marv? Marv, what are you yeah, doing? Marv, all right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Marv. Marv or Kelso? What are you doing? Okay. Don't move, Marv. Harry. <laughs> I like that. Marv, what are you doing? I like that question. Well, Spash him in the face with an iron. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you went down to Wayne State for your second degree. I did, yeah. That was yeah. Uh, basically. Yeah, now we're gonna get deep. Well, yeah, no, you have. That to. was let's six. Feet, let's get six. That feet, was let's get six feet deep. Ooh, Ooh. come on, come on. I hear you. You said we can't do these. Yeah, come on. True. Now you're I doing them. I was gonna allow you each all one funeral director joke. Okay, and then we'd be done with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get going. <laughs> um, down in in Wayne, what was the actual degree you were getting down there? Uh, mortuary science is okay. what they. It's the only school in Michigan mortuary. that teaches that degree. So you can either your option is pretty much to go to Wayne State, uh, which is like the poor man's mortuary school, uh, Worsham, uh, which is in Chicago. Uh, it's kind of middle of the road, and then there's one in Cincinnati that's like the Harvard of mortuary school. But I. Ooh, dang. Don't care. Harvard of yeah, I, it's, yeah, dude, it's moot. It's Mortuary school for me was, uh, I just wanted, just wanted to get the heck out of there. I, the first two weeks I was down there, I had a pickup stolen because Wayne State is in like. <laughs> oh, I was going to bring that up. Oh, yeah, the pickup. What? The, you thought Ted, you were going to drive that for the rest Ted, of your life. Yeah, Ted, I kept the keys. Yeah, keys still yeah. hang. I still have the keys. It's a nice truck. Yeah. So what yeah. question that came in, What was? <laughs> what is the favorite thing that was in your truck? that you missed the most when it was stolen. Oh, shit. I had a $50 Dick's gift card in there. I had a Columbia jacket in there. I had a bunch of... 
it's gonna sound redneck. I had a bunch of muskrat traps in the back at that <laughs> yeah. time. That that like winter, I was like way into muskrat trapping. Yeah. I think I was gonna get rich. I mean, like, <laughs> thinking I was freaking cool, like living off the uh, land, self sufficient. What happened? Did Walker Van Hoos sit in your front seat or something? What's going on? Yeah, that's Walker. Exactly that's that's exactly. Yeah, you got me all. You got me into the freaking muskrat trap, and those fuckers stink too, dude. Dude, you were too into. Uh, roadkill i would say growing up a little bit too yeah i was just i don't know that was weird yeah it was picked up You're a couple right. dead porcupines in my life yeah anyways awesome. yeah how are you just gonna let them go you can't just pass them by i mean if it's stop and if say they can land in somebody's driveway exactly like somebody you don't like and yeah <laughs> it's just a harmless porcupine you could put it, it in in the truck of yeah. somebody while we're at a, you know the, baseball the smell never bothered yeah, me right until yeah. I picked up a half living porcupine one time. Yeesh. Yeah, you guys. You want to get into that? Bad deal, man. Let's get into that then. We were driving up to, I don't know, we were going to Mike Bly's oh. house, I think. And I was going to grab way out, a. Way out on Old State? Yeah, it was that house way back way in the middle of the woods. Yeah, and I was going to, we were going to like put it in front of somebody's tent as a funny joke. And we were driving up there and we saw it and we pulled over and we're like, oh, that'd be funny, right? And we're like, yeah, that'd be hilarious. So. The back half of this thing was like run over and smashed. It was flattened. That thing's dead for sure. Mm-hmm. So we had, uh, it wasn't my car. Oddly enough, it was Spranger's car. And uh, he, we, I didn't have a glove. He didn't have a glove. So he had like an old, when you go to Claire High School, you get like 8,000 shirts that you're never going to use again. So we had one of those shirts in the back of his car and I wrapped it around my hand. I think I was going to keep my hand clean. And I went to like bend over and grab the back half of this porcupine. And the little bastard, like, just bent its neck over and looked behind me with these two beady eyes, like... Like a doll's eye. Yeah, like, how dare you? And then it just, like, turned itself over. It snapped its head forward. Like, it tried to do that thing where it tried to, like... Porcupines can shoot their quills. It Mm -hmm. tried to do it, but the back half of it was flat, so it Mm -hmm. couldn't. So then it just ripped itself, like, off, like, away from it. And I freaked out. Of course, I, like, jumped back oh, and yeah. dropped it. And then it just, with its two front claws, just drug itself <laughs> off of 127, right into the woods of MMCC. I'm sure he still exists. Lakers, my ass. Should be the MMCC porkies. The porkies. Yeah. Zom porkies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what age was it that you decided you were going to take up the family business? Because, I mean, no kid grows up. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm going to be well, a mortician. If you grow up around a funeral home, you might. Yeah, well, it's yeah. different. You grow, I mean, I grew up in it. Like, I tell people that all the time. I was kind of like a little funeral home rat. Um, like, I grew up in a situation that was pretty unique. Um, I never went to daycare or anything like that. So when I finished school, when I was in like five years old in kindergarten, my mom and dad would drop me off at school in the morning. And then when I'd finish, I'd just walk across the street back to the funeral home because the school and the funeral home were like right across the street from each other. So uh, from there, I would just hook up with dad and he'd shoot me upstairs. And my grandparents lived in an apartment up top of the funeral home. That's where they lived from like 1975 to like, I don't know, 2000 or something like that. So the first like 10 years of my life, I just kind of grew up around the place. It's all I ever kind of really knew. Wait, so there's a house up there? Yeah, there's a full on apartment. I was going to live up there. Like I've got it half renovated right now until the my neighbor lady died and I bought the house from her family. But yeah, I was I was planning on living up there. Uh it's really cool actually. I mean it's it's big yeah. it's a big apartment. I mean it's like a three bedroom, uh like one bath, wow. like full kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it's probably bigger than my house I live in now. Uh I mean it's pretty cool up there, but it just it was old and needed renovated and I have a tendency to start a project and 
go really hard on it for a little while and it never finish. It's like, how's you that, should be recording this podcast in my basement. Yeah, right how's now. that basement? Eh, it's not done. I got, a, I got a date circled. October 28th of this year. Mm-hmm. Hard date. Yeah, then the kid Hard came. Hard date. Then the kid came. Yeah. So I, what I got to do is one of those deals where like, because uh, I'm the worst procrastinator. What I got to do is I got to give you guys like $5,000 of my money. And then like tell I like you, where this is going. Yeah, tell you like, yeah, hey, okay. if I don't have this basement done by this time, you guys can like do whatever you want to with that money. I mean, presumably you would like like Biden for president or like PETA or you know, something yeah. like that is gonna be like, oh Yeah, something you don't want. Yeah. You gotta like really because if you do that, I will not sleep for three weeks and get it done. I, will, I, I have I have that ability to do that. Yeah. I will buy your King Cobra graphite shafts back and make you use those. Yeah. Buy the new ones. That would be prob- I don't know, man. They're playing well. I'm telling you. They know. They can probably hear that. They know. If you and I, yeah. The snakes. Yeah. Probably because it's haunted. I'm a snake. It's a snake. So to go off of Pryor's question, was there ever a time that you thought you might do something else? Uh, that's kind of why I was asking that. Yeah, one. I, you know, I don't know. Like, my mom and dad were really supportive of doing like anything else. Uh, mm. I mean, I mean, they were, uh, but it's just uh, it's always that's always like the hardest question to answer because people ask that all the time. Like, oh, did you know you were going to do this? And it's always like, uh, yeah. I mean, you grow up in a community, and uh, you know, I watched my dad do it, and my dad was really good at it. And, uh, yep. it's hard when you, when you get that connected with the community to envision anybody else doing it. That's the hardest part of, yeah. um, you know, like, yeah, you Can have you to serve. Again? What was that? I just couldn't see anybody else serving all of my friends and family and all of the community that I know, you know, like that's yeah. the hardest part okay. about it is like, I, yeah, it's the job can be absolutely exhausting and it's, you never know what you're getting into. Um, you know, it could be 36 hours straight of nothing but work. It, you know, it could be, it could, you know, be a day where you're kind of relaxed, but, uh, you know, inevitably something's going to happen and you're going to know the people. They're going to be your friends. They're going to be your family. Uh, you know, my grandma, my grandma passed away here two years ago. I wasn't going to let anybody else do it. I didn't want to do it, right. but I wasn't going to let anybody else do it. Uh, you know, at that time you just kind of like put your, put your your job you just become a tactician and you do what you need to do and if you want to break down after i mean that's that's what happened you know you just you you put that hat on and get the job done because i just i don't i don't trust anybody else to do it i'm going to do it because i i'm gonna i'm the best you know it's gonna be done right yeah i'm the best you know it's gonna yeah. be, so that's what i wanted to do and and get it done and that was a kind of a cool thing you could do for your you know for your friend for your family for your yeah. grandma and um <clears throat> when you grow up in a community like Claire, like 3,500 people, you get to know a ton of people and people mm-hmm. know you and people want to deal with you. And especially um, doing what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and everybody's going to die and eventually people are going to see you. And, and in working, you know, like I, I, that's what I did in the summers when I was younger, I worked there, you know, I parked cars on the funeral, uh, you know, with the funeral guys. I figured that out when I was like 14, you know, I always worked around there, had a suit when I was like 12 so I could work the door, you know, yeah. and you learn everybody. And then it be, kind of becomes the expectation of you mm-hmm. that people are going to show up and see you or your right. dad. You know, um, you know, we've got other employees too, but, uh, 
when you get kind of entrenched in that, it gets, you just, you know, even if you have envisions of doing other things, it just, you're, you know, you just, you're too committed to a group right. of people that you just feel, it just wouldn't right. feel right if I let somebody else do the work. How, right. So how many people do you have like employed with you? Like, how does it, you have like six, eight? Uh, yeah, of the full-time employees, there's like three or four of us. We, we own two funeral homes and two, two towns. Oddly enough, yeah. the towns pretty much hate each other, <laughs> uh, which is kind of unique having a business in each. Uh, I mean, we do okay in, in both and try to kind of get along with everybody. And that's kind of always, always kind of been my thing. Just try to be a good person, be nice to everybody. And yeah. I try to do that. Except for Spranger. That's how I can as hard as I can. He's so, a dick. So are you third generation then? Yeah. Like your third grandpa generation, yeah. Your grandpa grandpa was uh the OG. He's still around. He's always in. He comes in every day at like uh, 10 30, 11 30. Doesn't matter how busy I am and loves to tell me like the I call them the war stories. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the army. They're not real war stories, but they're like old school funeral director <laughs> stories. Yeah. I've heard them all like fifty times. And right. like I'm I'm bad about like I know what's coming so like I'll I'll be super busy and I'll mm-hmm. beat him to the end of the story doesn't matter yep. he tells the whole story yep. anyways so like I can't be rude and go like yeah I don't got time for this but I'll have to endure the full 15 minute story about oh 1974 you know it's like oh, okay so, uh, so do you that's how Lyman happened uh, story do exactly. you and you know with being you know still I don't know how I want to put this. Do you have any funny stories about your job that no. you can still be professional about and, the and, people that's and passed and, and like not be disrespectful? Oh man. It's uh like it's the funniest unique. tattoo or something that someone's had or <laughs> weirdest stuff you've found or stuff I'd like somebody, that. I had somebody I'd uh, it's always so weird when you gotta do like cause we do all of our own work too. We don't like I do the only thing I don't do is women's hair. I'm not gonna like style a woman's hair. Like they all have like hairdressers that they go to. That's that's the only thing that we like subcontract, so to speak. Men's hair, no problem. Uh, so yeah, we do all of our like I do simple. like yeah like I paint fingernails. I do like cosmetic work, like restorations and all that stuff. I had a guy one time that uh, I, I don't even know the name um, had paid for a different tattoo by advertising the tattoo company that gave him the tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> What? Yeah. So the tattoo he wanted was on his forehead or the advertising? <laughs> no, tattoo? the advertisement. That is right great marketing. Forehead. What a business plan. Oh yeah, I'll give you this gosh. tattoo, but you're getting the tattoo of my. Yeah. So obviously, I, no one would know the person. So I feel comfortable telling you. I mean, that's. I, you run into stuff like that. You see. I, mean, I feel like that was 100% stuff. his idea. Like he walked into the shop and was like, you give me a free tattoo. I, I will tattoo your name across my forehead. And the guy's like, "Why wouldn't I do that?" Yeah. Or he just, said, "I'll tattoo it on my body." And the guy be. goes, "Forehead." Yikes! He's like, uh, "Yikes!" Okay, you can't cover that up either. Like, I, I mean, know. obviously, Heck I wouldn't. No. You can't because that's like the person. That's like how they. Yeah, we want yeah. people to look natural. I mean, we do a lot of restoration work and stuff like that. But it's like, oh, do that tattoo. This is the way it's going <laughs> to be. What do I do? I t- call my dad. What do I do about this? I don't know. It's always your, it's your, always your, that was it, man. That's him. So is your dad still involved right. like 100%? Has he been, kind of take the backseat to you? Oh, has he kind of been, how's that transition? Terrible been? question, but my dad's not going to listen to this. <laughs> but I know enough people that they may give it. Now, my dad's like on autopilot, and he'll admit Oh, it. 
Yeah. I mean, that's probably a given, though. He'll admit it. He, he get, deserves get up it. There. I mean, he deserves. I give him a really hard time. Like if he's gone for like, I mean, he's gone for the last like three days. Like so, whatever. Like I give him, I give him a hard time, and I, I bitch about it just because it's my job as his son to be an ass. Do you yeah. cut his pay? Uh, when he was on vacation one time for like an extended period, I did because <laughs> he couldn't do he couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't do anything about it. And what did you like, ask awesome. him? Did he cut his pay? Nice. I did. Yeah, one time when he was in, he was he was he was in Alaska for like three months, <laughs> and he couldn't do anything about it. And I was like, oh, well, well, we need to. Like, I mean, we all took pay cuts. It wasn't like I cut his pay and uh, didn't cut anybody else. So yeah, it kind of delves that story down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, we could have left that out. Yeah, but yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, he's still around. I mean, he taught me like everything yeah. I know. Uh, he's freaking good at what he did. There's no question about that. He talks way too much. And so do I. I'm a better listener. I really am. I mean. Go ahead. I know you want to ask. There's an actual verb called getting larried. It's yeah. a, re- that's no, a real thing. It's yep. getting wymaned. Yeah. It's so, getting wymaned. I know. I know. I get, I'm so hard on my dad about it, but I know I have it just as bad. In what In what ways are you not like your dad? And why is it that you are exactly like your dad? <laughs> uh, I don't have the wyman body shape. Uh, People see me and they're like, oh, yeah, you're Give a it wyman. time, maybe. And like, fuck you guys. <laughs> maybe give it time. Uh, yeah, yeah, so like obviously that thing they don't believe it. Dad, they don't believe it. Yeah, so I don't drink that much beer. <laughs> I have a beer every once in a while, but I don't drink that much. Uh, the light beers. Yeah, we're pretty similar, so uh, work can get pretty exciting. I feel bad for my mom because my mom works. There, I do too. And she's got to like she's a ping pong ball man. She's like, but she's biologically programmed to love me. Yeah, like that's my advantage for sure. Like she picked my dad. Like she's not biologically programmed. Yeah, like whatever. So like I'm her son. Like <laughs> yeah. I've got totally. So you know, there's nothing you can do to stop that. Yeah, so you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an upper hand. I've always been a hard worker though. So I, I mean, I think that they know that I work pretty hard. And and uh, you have yeah. to when you go right down to the last minute. Yeah, <laughs> not, I don't do that when I embalm. Oh, I, right. I, I do that job right away. I, but I just, yeah, everything else, it's the work that needs to get done there gets done. It's just everything else comes down to the last minute. I had a question that kind of goes along with getting the work done and stuff. Um, so somebody asked me, how long do the bodies have to hang upside down to drain the blood? <laughs> zero, zero minutes. Zero minutes. That's I'm not I a butcher. I am not a butcher. <laughs> Who asked that question? That, that's- I'm that, not going to say a name. Claire. They probably don't want their name. Did they work? Did they work <laughs> with you? They work with me. Yeah, it's Keith Yats. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. They uh, probably have to like <laughs> I was, I was like, some of them, Claire, for sure, because they're thinking like, oh, it's probably like a deer rack where you just hold them up yeah. after the first oh, opening yeah. day of gun season. The, the thing long. was, they seriously thought this is how it happened, and I laughed when they asked. I do it, drain blood. That's the whole. Asked, that's the whole process. But you're not hanging them by Absolutely their feet. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, it's actually really incredible, and most people don't know the process, which is. I'm going to hit you with some knowledge. Okay. No, uh, so the whole process I got, is. I got a cut today and I almost fainted. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's you, all right. You're, you you're not actually here. You can just hear them. But so I've got like a huge, we're them right I've got like eyes. a huge metal, metal box. Uh, that's uh, my embalming machine. And it's pretty much like imagine an artificial heart. It's like a huge box that I can control like rate of flow and pressure with. Kyle's actually plugging his ears. Yeah. So it's like a pump. Yeah, essentially it's a pump. Just a pump. So what I do is I, uh, the whole practice of embalming is to replace uh, blood tissues with uh, preservative uh, types of gases in a vehicle, which would be like embalming fluid. It's actually the gas that does the work. When formaldehyde uh, fixes to 
tissue and proteins. It, it preserves them, sanitizes them, and, and that's what the practice of embalming is. So my mm-hmm. job is to try to replace all the blood in the circulatory system with embalming chemical. Uh, we call that good distribution. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes easy. Sometimes it goes very, very difficult. Each case is different, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of factors that play into each case. We won't probably get too much into that without getting too graphic. But yeah, that's my job is I just, I make a, I make a chemical mix into that like artificial heart. There's some, there's some minor uh, procedure I need to do to raise certain parts of the circulatory system. I prefer to use a carotid artery and the jugular vein to make drainage. I can manipulate the pressure, the flow, the rate of which I drain and, and push. And my job is to just pretty much replace, uh, yeah, your blood with with does, embalming. Does that go at the same time as as blood's coming out? The other stuff's going in, like yeah, replacing yeah. immediately. Yeah, in a perfect going world. In a perfect world. Yeah, yeah. I can see it <laughs> when it goes easy. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, man, you can tell. It's yeah. crazy. It's it looks. Uh, uh, my dad doesn't oh. eat a lot of grape jelly. Yeah, we'll put yeah, it that way. Huh? Yeah, we'll put it mm. that way. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Mm. Yeah, I, not a whole lot bothers me. I always preferred strawberry anyway. Yeah, I'm a big uh, yeah strawberry. Yeah, like freezer jam. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We live in Michigan. Mm. Yeah. So you've asked me before. Hold on, wait. I got to hit on something Kyle said. Okay. Kyle, when you kill a deer, do you hang it upside down and bleed it out? What? (laughs) When you you kill a deer, do you hang it upside down and bleed it out? You said that's got to be a Claire question because of like... Usually you do like by the neck or whatever, but no, you do by like... You go by like their... I guess their... I, don't know, I guess it would be his knee. <laughs> I don't know. That snake looks well, delicious. Snakes don't really have yeah. parts. I would say I would it say. would have to be the. And what's for dessert? I'd say that. Here, 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 here. Squirrel. Oh. No, but you but you do that. You hang them, and then you cut the hide, and you pull it all the way down, and that's how you dress, and that's how you yeah. you cut your own deer. So they like butcher pigs and stuff too. All right. They hang them upside down. Check. Just checking. I don't do that. That's too messy. <laughs> I'm a I'm a germaphobe too. We'll have another sort of ge- we'll have another guest yeah. one of these days that does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I'll get through there is, I used to live in one of your rentals. Yeah. And there was a time, my first one, the OG. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There was what? one time that you came over, and you did ask me if I would be willing to go on a body run. Yeah. At some point, if you needed somebody, you could call me. Yeah. So I'd have to like put on a suit and go, basically pick up. Someone that's just passed away. Yeah. To put it nicely. Yeah. Um, Holy moly. What's, what, I mean, walk me through. I tell the story of my brother in law going, walk my brother in law's only, run. my brother in law's only gone with me one time. And oh, why yeah. should I go on one with you? Uh, well, I, and you mean, get three months rent for free. Nah, I don't pay that well. <laughs> I don't pay that well. Uh, no, I mean, like, it's so, I mean, people like, I mean, it's respectful. I mean, people, right. uh, like, I mean, I, it, it, in my opinion, it's about the most honorable thing you can do for a person right. or a family is to kind of take care of them. You know, that's kind of like the last thing you can do for someone, right? So, right. yeah. Obviously, I'm most people that know me and all the community people that know me, like, I like to goof around and you got to keep it light. Otherwise, a yeah. job's going to just eat you alive. It, they used to tell us in mortuary school that, that funeral directors actually, like, per job op- occupation, have the highest rate of alcoholism. I never fact check. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I mean, I never. I could cope in other ways. I know a lot of them that do have a problem, but yeah, the job is stressful. So you're like, you're like always on. 
you know, you've always got to be tuned in to what's politically correct, what's professional. That and golf professionals. Yeah. Yeah, or lawyers and like you gotta, you gotta turn it on. Yeah, man. man. So uh yeah, no, it's it, usually when you get a call, if someone's at home, you know, I go by myself to like a hospital or a nursing home, something like that, where I've got yeah. like some hospital staff. There's somebody there that can help. Way faster, way easier. Yeah. Um but yeah, when someone passes away at home or somewhere, you know, not in some type of institution like a nursing home or a hospital, usually I, I it's most professional to take somebody with you so that I don't need to ask anybody else for help. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we just we always I always go dressed in a suit and tie. Um, you know, get there, tell people about what time we're going to arrive, get there, and if they need to, sometimes I sit down and make arrangements right there, and just because it's easier because they got all their family there and stuff like that. And, uh, just kind of in the nicest way possible, the way I would do it for one of my family members. I just, I, I transfer, you know, their loved one into our care on the, the equipment that we used to get in the house and, and kind of transfer a body from the home back to the funeral home so that I can do the work I need to do there as peacefully as possible. So usually the guy I bring with me doesn't need to say a damn word. Yeah. They just kind of like play nice with the person's dog or cat and like you shoot the shit with somebody while I'm kind of trying to figure out what people want to do right. and, and just kind of calm people down if they need it or give direction and just kind of hang tight. But when the time comes, I'm going to need you to like, you know, lift. help me lift. Yeah. yeah. And and we get ourselves into some crazy spots. I you bet. Know? Yeah. Not everybody passes away peacefully in their hospital bed on like the first floor of their home or, you know, yeah, right, right in, right out. It don't work that way. Yeah. And everybody, everybody seems to die at like 3 a.m. too. Yeah. That's also the other thing. I was just going to, I was just going to ask that. Like, with, I mean, this podcast is called Life Over Par. So we're talking about, you know, it's not always golf. It's always, you know, we have work and everything on top of everything. We have our life. We have work. We have trying to play some golf, just trying to have a good time. How does that incorporate with you not having a daughter, um, being able to go from, you know, putting her to bed or do you enjoying yourself or do you like, you're like, yes, I, I can yeah, you know, it's, relax, but it's always on call. How yeah. can you always like be able to turn that face on and be like, okay, I got to do this. This is my responsibility. You know, that's a good like, question. Who, who would be, who would be like your, who would be the person that you want to trust? Obviously your dad's there, but, um, I mean, I'm guessing there's someone else there that, that you're going to have your right hand man that'd be like, you know what? I can put it in his hands because like right now, my hands are full because I have this newborn or something like that. Well, if it's your night, it's your night. It doesn't really work that way. It's doesn't matter. Oh, I didn't know. Like yeah. it was a night. So. Oh yeah. If it's, if it's your time yeah. on call, it's just, that's yeah. the way life goes. Like it doesn't really matter what's going on. Like you got to have a wife and like family that are like super understanding of your situation. Cause you know, you what? get like family events and stuff and it's like, ah man, it, uh, like it ain't going to work out. I got to go to work. And, and most people kind of know that. I mean, you, we've been doing stuff before, where, uh, you know, you guys like are having like, we're getting together, trying to play golf or something like that. And I just got to kind of say like, ah, it's my night on call or eh, better not right. you know, do this, better not do that. You just, yeah. that obviously comes first because you never know when something's like going to happen. You don't want to be out getting so. some drinks. Yeah. No, friends probably and then be like, oh, not no, I got to go pick up a body. Not a good plan. Yeah. yeah not a good plan. You got to kind so, of prepare. Yeah. Not a good plan. Or, you know, or if, if you're at like an important change. event and, and the phone goes off, that's just the way life goes. Yeah. You just got to right. go. Does, that's, it, does that's, it change like it's hard. throughout the week? Does it change throughout the week? Does it change every month? Does it change? Yeah. Everybody dies exactly the worst time when you've got something going on. Or like if somebody else is on vacation. Mm-hmm. I could be slow for like a week. And then if my other guy goes on vacation, and he like he's gone and it's just me i'll get like five cases no i know i it's just it's completely random 
It is random. Yeah. It just feels like everybody dies at like 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I know like what you're saying, but like, is it like a set schedule? Like, all right, you're Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah, that's how you're... we do it. That's how we do it. That's how we try to do it. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I will work. Uh, I'll be on call in a typical week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then the next week I'll pick back up and, and I'll do, uh, yeah, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So it, yeah. So we, that's we, a lot of communication with you and your wife. And Yeah. And you got to kind of coordinate when you're going to try to do stuff. Cause you know, and we do have another guy, Mike, uh, Fetzer. He's been around with us since I was a kid. I think he graduated in 98 from Wayne and came back right after that. So yeah, he's, I mean, he's been around, he's a seasoned vet. He knows what he's doing. So yeah, pretty grateful to have a good employee, but in order right. to keep an employee like that, you got to, you got to treat him really well because mm-hmm. right. our job sucks. Uh, the attrition rate in my mortuary class had 36 graduates. Uh, only four of us came from family uh, businesses. And the last time I checked of the 36 that graduated, and this was like 2013, uh, of the 36 of us that graduated, like like eight of us still practice. Just because I, I don't know what people think when they get into it. They think they're going to get wealthy. They think it's going to be easy. They think it's going to be great. Like it's a good idea. I'm going to be able to help people, which you do. Uh, right. But people people don't understand the other work that goes into it. I mean, it's it's taxing. It's stressful. Yeah. You got to be stressful. a real. Got to be a real people person. Yeah, you got to be able to, and that's one skill that I've picked up that like I can read people. I can, yeah. I can tell when I'm meeting with a family in the first 10 minutes, who's the firstborn, who's the youngest. I can tell if I'm dealing with an engineer, uh, a teacher. Um, yeah, I can pretty much tell wow. people like kids of families by profession in, in about an hour and a half, two hours. I talk way too much. Uh, I just, I get talking about other stuff to try to make people feel comfortable. And that's right. part of it too. Yeah. Is not just talking about the task we have at hand. It's like, oh yeah, I knew, you know, I knew your dad, your dad collected antique tractors. Like, how many did he have? You know, you got to kind of make that common ground with people to make them comfortable. And when they kind of take their mind off of the fact of the task of what they're there to do, things just go way smoother. So yeah, arrangement conference with me, sometimes they take like three hours. It drives everybody else nuts because I'll soak up like half a day. But when people leave, I think they feel really good. Yeah. And that's, that's my job, you know, to listen to them, to share with them, to make them feel like, you know, this is about your dad or your mom yeah. or, you know, worst case, your kid, you know, yeah. um, like, yeah, I just, my job is to make you here. Like, what do you guys want to do? Like, tell yeah. me about, you know, grandma, tell me about so-and-so. Yeah. And, um, it's just when families don't get along, that happens a lot. Uh, our life, it's tough. That's a tough job. Cause you got to kind of be that guy that has to kind of make both sides come together at the worst time of their life. Mm. That's pretty stressful. Uh, people want to be pretty mad at you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we provide a pretty big service. We're doing a lot of work and, you know, people, people think that funeral directors should be rich because of how much funerals cost. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't all come to us. A lot of it goes to cemetery. You know, if they buy a headstone, I don't, I don't make the caskets. Mm-hmm. I just, I buy them, you know, I get them from manufacturer and find them to the family. Same thing with vault. Like there's a lot of costs that go into funeral services that people think like, Oh, the funeral home's getting a ten thousand dollar check. Oh, they're rich. Yeah, you right. guys, you guys see my truck. <laughs> you guys know the golf clubs I play. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, so, people yeah. assume you're super wealthy, and I think that's why so many kids drop out or so many kids quit. They realize, 
this is a 24-7 job. Like sometimes right. I work you seven grew up days in this, a week. So you understood that right from the get-go. Yeah, and that's why the kids that are still doing it, of those eight of my class that are still doing it, like four of them came from families. That's what I'm know. saying. Like like the mental grit of what you have is just, you know, day in day out where you can turn that on. I yeah. feel like that could, I mean, you you could put that to the golf course and have the same kind of like mentality of going from, okay, like, but for you, it's probably the complete opposite. Exactly. Like you don't care. That's you, your release. That's something yeah, that you exactly. don't need to care, right? Exactly. And that's, that's what's the beauty about yeah. golf is like exactly. sometimes that's the mental grit that you need. Some people need that mental grit, you know. Yeah. A lot of professionals. Unless I'm play playing, that. unless I'm playing with somebody that like I feel like I can't let my guard down around, like because right. sometimes when you play golf, it's like a professional like thing, or, right? Yeah. yeah. So like you gotta kind of. I get more preoccupied with mm-hmm. with upholding the the you know the professional side of things as opposed to like just relaxing and playing golf. And I'll play right. shit golf, but you look at it, and you're like, oh, that's whatever. why I kind of feel like what you see with like Brooks Kepka, that's what you see with Ricky Fowler is like they're mental grit happens on the golf course yeah. but after they can just relax be bros they can just brooks is a dude like the different his attitude toward golf is amazing yeah. he That's does not crazy. care he just doesn't care he likes baseball more than he likes golf he, just like, makes, yeah. he, he grew just up in a baseball family make more money and i golf. guess the rest of his like family like made fun of him for, for like being so good at golf because he wasn't like he was like a pretty good baseball player and they're like oh well, you suck you're just stick with golf okay <laughs> okay backfire what do you think's gonna win this week I was only asking that. I'm taking Tony. Yeah. I'm taking Tony. You know? I, I, yeah, I know that Kevin was. Oh, dogging that's my him. long shot. Is it? Yeah. Well, I know we that you were. A, we picked a front runner and a long shot. Well, I know that you were dogging him for the fact that he like never wins, but a dude like that that no, puts I like in. Him. Yeah, I hip, like him a lot. the other dude I love is Matt Kuchar. That's me. If anyone on course, if anyone on tour was going to wear a turtleneck, it'd be Matt Kuchar. He doesn't swear. If he's a bad he, shot, he says, "Oh, Kuchar oh, is Kyle's dad." Poo. So it was you Army in like school. seventh grade. Fart. Yeah, because like you don't wear turtlenecks show. now, and and you do swear. Yeah, you win the you win the, R, the RBC Heritage and have that like checkered yeah. plaid jacket. I on try to be super authentic. I try to be super authentic, and I try to do that in my job too. Like I, I I'll swear in arrangement conferences. It like it may seem a little unprofessional. I mean, I don't walk around saying like, "Oh man, fuck this, fuck yeah. that." I don't do that. But uh, like, I mean, you yeah. read the room, yeah. right? If people are, if it's going to relax people, if you say, oh, what the hell? Or like, some bitch, you yeah, know, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you go ahead and do it. Be authentic. Did, you know? uh, did this work kind of spill over into poker? You think you're good at reading people for poker when, uh, we, when we play or you, you know, got that upper hand? Um, I think just my mentality of being a conservative wiener made me okay wiener. at poker. Yeah. Just, anybody knows that if Wyman joins a hand, yeah, he did. if any, if Wyman joins a hand, he's got good cards. He's going to win. Yeah. He <laughs> wow. just fold. There's no, <laughs> there's no bluff I to Wyman. I got one Wilson. Let's save our hand. Jack five. Yeah. Jack five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he won it one time. The I'm first gonna, time he I'm playing, gonna he play won. it every time. It's gonna be fun. The first time he won a hand, and it wasn't like Jacks or something. It was probably Jack Five. He's yeah. like, "Ooh, this yeah. is my wrestler's hand." Okay, I what got it. What are the odds on Jack Five pre-flop? It can't be very good. It's gotta be terrible. But five was my favorite number, and Jack just yeah. Jacks of the cards of the of the cards mm-hmm. in the deck. Jacks seem like the badass. The king's fat and lazy. I'm not going to do anything. The queen is just there because she needs to be. There's no princess or anything like that. There's a jack. He's just a maverick, right? And the ace is like, eh, there's no face to it. So it's like, oh, that's cool. But 
Yeah. The ace should be like a one-eyed, like, yeah, it should be like a, well, there, I guess there are one-eyed cards. Jacks. Yeah, one-eyed jacks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so the ace should be like a friggin' fighter pilot, you know? I guess it depends on the deck of cards. I don't know if they had fighter pilots back in medieval they times. Didn't. They didn't. So what would, I mean, the ace should be the chef with a friggin' butcher knife or something? I don't know. The bishop. Yeah. Didn't think we were going to get there tonight, did you? The bishop. <laughs> yeah. Hey, All right, so, so Nick, Wyman, what would be your final pairing? You Sunday, you have off. Your wife has the you, your wife has your daughter. You're able to just relax on the couch. The final pairing, five holes left. Who do you want to see in the last two? Oh man, I, there's a few guys Ooh. I like. I mean, I I I I wasn't a Brooks Kepka fan at first, but I am a convert. So I, I got to put Brooks Kepka in there. I just I just like his personality. I like his mentality, and he just he seems like that athlete guy. Like he just has superior genetics, and he should. He win. has that mental. I think I'd probably like to see him play. Uh, man, I could go a couple ways on this. Um, I I think Phil and Tiger would be classic at this at this yep. state in the game. Like that yep. would be awesome because it would mean they would be, are they both in contention? Yeah, or is this like any that, pairing? Last, last pairing. Oh, last dude, Phil and Tiger. Like just because I'm a nostalgic guy and I'm a little bit of a romantic, like Phil and Tiger would be sweet. But also I could see like Brooks At and Phil. Winkfoot. Brooks and Phil Damn. would be cool too. Because or I mean Brooks and Tiger would be cool because that's kind of like one generation passing off to the next. I know that there's other guys now that are good, but mm-hmm. but uh, you know I mean for a while it looked like Spieth was going to be that next dude. The Rory. Rory was you know pretty touted. Uh, DJ obviously <clears throat> swinging it well for a good period of time there. But I just I feel like. Brooks has just got the right attitude that I think that he could be the guy that kind of puts it together for the longest amount of time. Okay. Just because he's athletic, like he's a specimen. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't give a shit. I think the whole world wants a Brooks, Bryson. Brooks Bryson match yeah, on I mean, Sunday. I mean, I think it'd be that'd be just be a epic. chatter match. Is, so is Brooks like you're gonna you're gonna have to forgive me here? Is Brooks gonna play? He's out. He's, right? he's, he's out, out for this okay. for this U.S. Open. Yeah, he didn't. He had no chance of coming back to play. He's just. Yeah, I, I want to say his it's, knees hurt or something. I was thinking yeah, back, knee. just the way that they were okay. like stretching his back mm-hmm. in the last yeah. tournament he played, but maybe it's something else. Probably a bocce ball injury or something like that. <laughs> Croquet. Yeah, he seems like fine. a dude. He seems like a dude that would just he, the perfect gentleman Sunday. Grill a couple of ribeyes, play some in depth bocce ball, he was probably, maybe some cornhole. Probably doing back. like a Sunday yeah. family baseball game and got spiked in the shin, sucking man. some ultras. He would do throwing that. down some ultras. He'd probably play like a knockdown, drag out, like I'll charge the mound type of game, <laughs> like a day before a major championship. He just, <laughs> he seems just like doesn't that care. Guy. Yeah, don't care. Whatever. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming, guys. Cool. He probably yeah. plays slam ball. Yeah, he probably does something crazy. Beach. I got a question here. Um, <clears throat> if you could go back and play any season of uh, sport or team that you played on, if you go back and be with that team for one more season, what team would it be? Are we talking like that? You were football, you were baseball, you were hockey. I'm a brain, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd guy, so I'm going to like get in depth on this. Don't I forget you know, played soccer when we were kids, I need too. Soccer. Oh, I was legit, too. The shin guys and the freaking turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Cold-ass fall days wearing them wind pants. Yeah, just shuffling down the Everybody field. knew where that was coming. It was fast, but they could hear me. Glasses. I don't think you ever played basketball when you were little, though. I never played basketball 
ever. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I knew you didn't do it yet yeah, or older, but I Chris mean, McCreevy, the only time I ever played and basketball. That's basketball. Chris McCreevy popped my uh McCreevy, who we had on episode, I don't know, five or six, popped my lip into my bra- oh I had brace, I had terrible teeth. Mm. Let's not forget the teeth. Mm. They're still not great. So if you're trying to paint a they picture here, he had uh, buck teeth, buck teeth that had yeah. braces. He had yeah. these glasses that were really wrapping around. He had turtlenecks, uh, wind pants with the third matching zip-up jacket. I had friends. This is what I don't understand. Why did you guys hang out with me? I don't know. The you weirdest were, thing you were is unique. that you were the nerdiest NASCAR fan in the yeah. world. I knew every NASCAR. Oh. I could tell you every NASCAR. Terry Labonte. Yeah, dude. My entire room. I still have freaking... I kept them. They're going to be worth money one day. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. I have kept them. Die I cast. still have like OG like boxes of like like Raisin Bran flakes that had Terry Labonte's picture on them. I've got a crap load of Terry Labonte stuff still. Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. I remember You guys like me. I don't get it. I, the big question here is not the fact of... Like, how did you survive? The big question is, why were you all my friends? You were fast and athletic. That's it. I think that it was. You were unique. You were, you were a little different. I was nice. Yeah, you were nice. I was kind of yeah. shy, but I was nice. I was fast. That was it. That yeah, was you it. were the fast kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, oh, that kid can run fast. I'm going to be his friend. Yeah. Thank God. We always knew where you were at. The swishing of the pants and everything. Yeah. You couldn't sneak like on the glasses. Yeah. That's the big question. Yeah. No, if I could go back to answer the question... uh. Like, am I going back to compete in like the season over? Am I going back just like to play that season to chill with those dudes? I would say to play that season again. Like you had such a good time with the team playing that season. It's got to be, you know, this is not going to be probably an answer most people were going to say. But my initial thought was, uh, it's got to be the um, our. It would be the two thousand and eight varsity boys baseball team. We lost, if you remember, okay. we lost in extra innings yep. in like the ninth or 10th inning off a bloop single yep. by the nine hitter yep. for Beaverton varsity yep. boys. And Beaverton went on to be a state we were, runner up. We were one pitch away. One pitch basically, away. Basically. Multiple times. From Coach Yellen bringing in a little bit, walking yeah, a little deep. Exactly. And then it blooped yeah. in front of him. But we were also one pitch away multiple times from yep. ending that game. Yep. Yeah. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That would be it. We and those guys. Strath, yeah. Who ended up being a tiger. Yeah. I don't know if he's still pitching somewhere, but. I don't think so. The dude was, a, he was smart too. He was a brain, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he could hum it. Yeah. Yeah. And we were right there. Yeah. That would be the team just because that team, that Beaverton team went on to, they were like state runner up. They mm-hmm. lost like four to two and yeah. we had better. I mean, we had better hitting than they did. Yeah. They did have an ace. Mm-hmm. And we had some good pitchers, but I mean, I mean, we were good. We had guys in the field back up the pitching we had. Yeah, yeah. And you were good. One of the smartest yeah, players that, that I've ever it. played that with was a, it. a catcher. You were just the general. That would have been it, man. On the field there, that would have been it. I mean, no. fo- football was that was big too. I mean, we were good, but we weren't like we were we were good. We weren't that good. Yeah, like that was a, that was a state runner up team. Like, and they lost four two in the state finals. Yeah. Kevin, do you have a team? Of anything you've played, do you go back and play again? Be with those guys and just relive that year? And have to be senior year of football just for I mostly know the no, camaraderie. I know why. I mean my hands. <laughs> you get a little you get a little antsy. Oh, yeah, you yeah. get a little antsy we every probably, we should probably tell the folks at yeah. home that I was yeah, the center. See, I'm gonna drag those Nick knuckles. Was the quarterback. Yeah. You know what you a little know what? handsy. A little a little personal relationship there. And we were best uh, friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Best yeah. friends that just it didn't go two ways. I only touched <clears throat> your balls. I didn't let it go the other way. Sure. That was kind of that was, that was nice of you. <laughs> was it yeah. just the back I'm of the hand though? Yeah, it was pretty just much just the back of just the, hand. the knuckles. Yeah. For the most just part. Cup, so. For the most I had to get a little yeah. aggressive. There's a play called Goose and Go. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, everybody knows what that yeah. is. It's pretty much a silent count where it's going to be a QB sneak. You got to get a little, a little flick of the finger. Hacker, was, Hacker had a lot of padding. There was definitely one, so, yeah. one time where I got called for ball start, and I'm the center. Yeah. I, I snapped I the ball. A little, little aggressive. <laughs> How does that happen? I mean, if you snap the ball, we're going. Yeah, How's I mean, that false start? Did you rock or something? Little, little twi- I probably lifted up on his uh, hind quarters a little too hard. Yeah. When you do that, you can fun. rock forward if you get a little, uh, little, mm-hmm. a little aggressive, a little excited. <laughs> yeah, so, so an opening for a little easy QB sneak there. <laughs> you, uh, you got an answer for that, Kyle? Uh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say any of my golf teams just because of the fact, like, most of us on the golf team played different sports. Um, and on top of that, it seemed like uh, I had I had Eckberg, our, he's a foreign exchange student, um, but we don't really get to hang out that much. Um, but I would probably say our basketball team, uh, my senior year, it was just, I had a lot of fun. And uh, now looking back at it, like it's just basketball. Like before it, when you're playing basketball in the moment, it's all X's and O's and where do you need to be on the floor and this and that. But like now if I know if me, Jordan, Jensen, we had a few other ballers on our team, like if we were just out there just playing basketball, our team would be way different. And I think it'd make a big difference. But like from that aspect, I mean, I had Springer was a football player. I was a golfer. I had a few other players. Like I had dancer was the only one that really played basketball. So I mean, we just had the chemistry I don't think was there. I don't think we all trusted each other. But now, looking back on it, it's like it's just ball. So okay, I guess I would say my senior year basketball. And that's basketball. Yep. That was, that was a good time. That's basketball. Yeah. Um, Never played one minute of organized basketball in my entire life. Gym it's basketball. Stressful. You played some gym basketball. <clears throat> yeah. The thing so is, it's like you, I believe, time I believe basketball. In you. That's what I, I mean. Lunch time. I believe in you. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Two and a half quarters. Drainer. Yeah. Yeah. And those freaking. We all wore those shoes in high school that were like, they were like half like Uggs, like half like Timberland like shoes. You know what I'm talking, talking about? Talking about like fucking, GBX yeah, boots. Yeah, <laughs> clomping around with those things, playing pickup basketball. Maybe that was just me. Well, I thought that I went from, I had to go from sneakers and wind pants to something cool. So, <laughs> obviously, I missed the boat on that one, too. I you think. Grew your hair out, wore yeah, polos, yeah. popped a collar. Yeah. Wore your got, I got a little preppy. I did, get a, I did get a little preppy. Yeah. A little preppy in high school, I guess. If if I would yeah, answer I, the question, I, I I'll go back know. to answer that question. And yeah, then, we'll, Nick, then we'll go to you, Kyle. Yeah, hey, sorry, Brian, man. What team would you go back yeah. to play? It's it's a toss up between two, whether it's the the BW three team oh. or the Out of Bounds Pizza team. Oh yeah, one of those. Out of Bounds is OG. I mean, coolest jerseys of all time. That was also really good pizza. Awesome, very good pizza. I mean, the, the guys that, I mean, playing in Mount Pleasant, there was multiple teams from Mount yeah. Pleasant, and you yeah. you were friends with certain guys of each yeah. team. And there's a ton of clarity. But then when it was Out of Bounds, yeah. it just kind of collected yeah. all of yeah. those guys yeah. into one team. Oh, that's a good answer. Those jerseys and, were bad too. I mean, we were we were traveling around all the time. But just that that core group of guys that was in there, the Lilies. Yeah, it was a blast. I mean, just, that was a blast. 
Slazer. I mean, how do you? Oh man, R.I.P. Mike Slazer, yeah. just yeah, hilarious. Slazer. Think about that kid all the time. I mean, just yep. the the team camaraderie. Playing the game was great, but off the ice in the hotel during the tournaments, oh, mini yeah. stick mini hockey, stick. dude, blisters on every, our knees. I mean, oh my god, mini stick hockey. That was shit. What made yeah. that team? And yeah. if I could go back, just because I it was fun. I wish I played hockey yeah. longer. Yeah, I'd go back. Yeah. And Pi- Pyroar. My mom still calls you Pyroar. Pyroar. I still Pyroar. call him Pyroar. The stick, yeah. the stick yeah. right there. Yeah. The International Youth yeah, Hockey man. Tournament MVP stick there. Yeah, man. My mom, my mom <laughs> just sits over in the yeah. corner now. They misspelled your name, Black. Yeah. P Y. And everybody else also, they're like, if like I was number five and I was just five, you were a zero nine and not just nine. Right? Yeah, I didn't get that. They jacked your shit up. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. My, was, my mom was, thought it was funny as shit. It was just Pyroar yeah, for My a mom year. still calls you Pyroar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. It was fun. It's a thing. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good call. Okay. Those are fun years. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's the question. So, like, how did you get that number? Like, you go throughout, you know, you were known as five, like, throughout You're your whole. Five. Uh, well, so when I was four years old, my favorite NASCAR driver was Terry Sterling Marlin. And then when I was five years old, I, like, was five. Oh, five's cool. So I'll be Terry Labonte. And then I just, Terry Labonte was OG. And so I thought, like, I don't give a shit about being six. I'm just going to stick with five. Mm-hmm. So five just became the number. It was actually Terry Labonte. And then it just so happened that Nick Lidstrom, my yep. favorite hockey player, when I that was about the same time I started to get into hockey. We were like first grade. It was actually yeah. Kevin's yeah. mom's fault because she brought home like, oh, like there was like, it was they had just built Damn that her. arena. Yeah, Judy. Rude Jude. Man. She still brings me <laughs> puppy chow. Yeah, Rude Jude. Oh, no. have, puppy there were legitimate, there were legitimate years, I believe in 2006 and 2007, now that I'm old enough to like do my own taxes, your mom could have legitimately claimed me yes, as a dependent. Easily. There's no question. It wouldn't easily. have been arguable. <laughs> easily. I stayed at your home like five nights a week. Yeah. Maybe not five. Well, definitely Because I was into two. school. I was into school. And I mean, Monday through Friday were for work, and definitely Saturday was for the boys back then. Yeah, yeah, that was we were. She we could have claimed a lot of us. Oh, geez. oh for sure. Dude. Uh, my mom was a saint. There's she no had, question. She had no less There's than no six. question. And you see that now? No, thank no, no. God. I they, always knew. Thank that. God they loved the casino. <laughs> right. Well, thank when God. we were older, but even you know, like nine, ten, she had. Yeah. She had no less than six yeah. nine-year-olds in her house all weekend yeah. every weekend yeah Just they always put up ruckus i got kicked out for about two weeks one time but we're not going to talk about that story <laughs> i don't think you really got kicked out i think you just kicked yourself out yep yeah nobody <laughs> i got reinvited no no you. your dad did say that i could come around again yeah yeah, yeah. but he never said you couldn't in the first place yeah that was that was uh <laughs> that was a, yeah i don't know I can't. You were run. trying to juggle things. I can't ever run. I can't and ever. And run. we snuck out yeah. to TP houses, yeah. which nobody cared. We were gone. I could never I run for political office. If I did, it'd be awfully expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'd have I'd to. Have to oh, you'd have to pay me a lot oh, of money. Yeah. Lot it'd be difficult. Money. Why don't you run I for office? The, I'm not. Can't s- afford it. I'm not saying I wouldn't vote for you, but I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to extort you. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, we could raise money, money for a campaign. No, we couldn't. And a good extortion only comes around once in a while. Right. And you got to take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah. Good. There's not enough beer in the world to to buy to buy silence. <laughs> it just get worse. Uh, I think the best or the worst uh, story that I had of your parents being mad at me or being mad at all of us. My. Oh. Oh, has God. to has to oh, be. No. It, just it's one, a second. 
Hold on, hold on. Wyman just dumped a beer all over the place. He just dropped his beer right off the table. Uh, clean up. Yeah, you got a towel. Clean up. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab one real quick. Frank, I'll be you, you can you can edit I'm this out, him. right? Nah, we won't. <laughs> hey, where'd Kyle go? Kyle, you don't need to get a towel. I'll go get you a towel. <laughs> Can anybody do the dog uh, duck voice? Don't move. I'll go get you a towel. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, 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 uh. Hold on. How many times did we listen to that? Dude? Uh, thousands. Uh, the the Adam Sandler comedy that's my bad, man. Sure CDs. That's, that's, alcohol. Kind of that's alcohol abuse. That's the most abuse you'll see me with alcohol. All right. So I got this microphone in my face. I'm not used to it. I had to reach around. Uh, uh, the old reach not, around. Not locked in. <laughs> what a game. Uh, what a game. Uh, and not locked in. Pulled in the old not locked in game. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. man. It's classic. Nobody's going to understand anything we talk about on this episode. Best days of our lives. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Go ahead, Kyle. So, we got towels story, down. Uh, saying, so that's what I was saying about like how mad Kevin's parents got at us. Uh, probably like I would say seventh grade. Uh, they just redid their back fence. Uh, oh. I don't know, probably like nine, <laughs> probably eight feet tall. Yeah. And we did. And it was probably it was the beginning of. I think it was the beginning of school year. We all got together, and I just remember all small. of us. I think Chris decided yep. to run across, and we had like these rotten pears. Yep. All of a sudden, we're just we chucking we chuck one. Yep. We had a pear tree. We're we're throwing them, and we're like, all right, how about this? How about you run as fast mm. as you can? Everyone does it. Everyone, as fast as you can, we'll see if we can't hit you. <laughs> and there had to have been probably, I don't know, it was just old. It, it, it was probably like at least seven of us for each person. Mm-hmm. And we'd run across. We'd hit one like eventually, but I mean, no one really got pegged. I don't, I don't remember. But I do remember at the end of it, your parents being so pissed off at us. Oh, yeah. And we looking at this paint job yeah. that they just did. And all it is is just like yeah. dots. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. It was rotten a, It was a white. Rotten they pears. just painted this fence, fence white. It was off gray. Well, they didn't have the color of a rotten pear, so it was impossible to match. <laughs> oh, my right. God. I remember that. Yeah, that was yeah. bad. It was funner than shit. Yeah. That was yeah. bad. I had pears They had us out sweatshirts. there scrubbing it for a minute. Yeah. And then they felt bad. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, fuck it. Uh, kids yeah. will be kids. They'll fade. Good. Yeah, mom, we left a bunch of like. Mom didn't uh, really care that We much. left a bunch of bicycles one time. We got way in jackass yeah. big when we were in oh, like high yeah. school. And I remember when we were doing like stupid stuff. That fetch your five thousand with my teeth. <laughs> oh, that's mad teeth. I was raised on the milk, bitch. <laughs> I was raised on the dairy. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That yeah. was uh, uh, Kenny was, Rogers. Yeah, jackass. it was. Yeah, Kenny it was, Rogers. We got <laughs> way into that stuff. Yeah, and uh, we were doing like the fake stunts and stuff, and. Uh, Nutball, a lot of nutball. Yeah, nut we had left a. Yeah. Oh yeah, just <laughs> stupid. Yeah, we had left a bunch of like bikes and stuff out in the snowbanks. We were sliding them into each other, and your dad got up the next day and was pissed. I think pretty much because he couldn't. I think he backed over one. Yeah, he may have. He went to go to like go to work as he dude used to get up. Remember that one time I switched his hard boiled egg for a salad yeah. with a raw egg. Yeah. What I was a just gonna dick. say that. Yeah, my, I was just gonna say that. My I didn't dad know what would, you use that for. My dad would cook a bunch of chicken on like Monday and hard boiled eggs, and he'd make a salad every night for his dinner. <laughs> and Wyman put a regular egg in his hard boiled egg bowl. <laughs> 
What the hell going on? The only words I ever heard Scott say. I didn't know Scott talked until I was in like college. I had an intellectual conversation with him about golf. Your friends should be able to come over here and not be harassed. Get up here. Legend. Those are the only words I ever heard either. time. That was fun. Kyle might not get this this question as much as as us three. He doesn't will. get much as us three will. But I would like you to rank these three thong, thongs. Thongs, yeah. thongs, thong, thong, thong. I guarantee songs, you, thong songs gonna songs, be number yes. one. Would you rank these three songs from your most favorite song ever to your third most favorite song ever? Okay. Um, Bad and bougie by Migos. Yeah. Uh, broccoli. Whipping up dope in there. <laughs> by Drum and Lil Yachty. And cut it by OT Genesis. Yeah, those, are, those are definitely pointed at me. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I can rip to cut it. I'm going to wake up sore the next day. I still have video on my phone right now. Yeah. I'm going to wake I up sore. I still only heard truck. that song once, and it's when Nick is yeah. dancing to it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll wake up leaning left. If I, can, if I actually, if I, if I, it. yeah, if I, if I, if I rip to that song uh, the night before golf, it might straighten my shot shape. Because I'm going to be pretty sore. Yeah, you've been I'm just gonna, I'm gonna favor whipping it all yeah, night. You know, if I had to rank it from most favorite to least favorite, I mean, Cut It is a terrible song. Oh, it's one of your oh, I, top three favorites. Yeah. I hate all three of them. That's got to be number three, whipping up dope in the crock pot. That's probably number two. And then, I mean, Broccoli, that's just, that's epic. That's just, you can't like, it, when you hear that song, it just makes you kind of laugh and makes you happy. That's got to be number one. And these are all just references from your bachelor party. Yeah. Oh, what about Panda? Racing go karts. Racing go karts in that thing. Yeah, yeah somebody chipped blur. a tooth. I, Those uh, things ripped like 85 miles an hour. Unless I was in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I put, do the wah, wah, wah. Uh, Kevin in go karts. <laughs> Black flag. Also, uh, everybody else got schwacked. And I looked, I remember, I just remember, I got. Obviously, pretty intoxicated at my bachelor party. It was it was a good time. As you do, mm-hmm. yeah. And I looked over to Kevin, and I was like, "Hey, man!" I probably didn't give a coherent sentence, and Kevin just looked at me in his typical way, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm having fun." <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" Is that when we were in the Trinity Bar? No, we we drank so many Moscow mules. Yeah, oh, at, at, uh, at the one bar that they had to come and take our glasses back so yep. that they could wash the mugs yep. <laughs> to we give had, us more. We had every mug for yeah. Moscow Moves. I on looked over table. to Kevin, I was like, this is so much fun. And Kevin was, I was probably doing the cut it dance. And uh, Kevin, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, soaking wet. Remember how wet we got playing golf? Golf. They're just down. Wettest I've ever been in my life. Yep. And then just jump in the truck yeah. and now my seats are so those cheese skirts. <laughs> yeah, somebody's, somebody's golf clubs got rusty. Whoever threw them in the back of my truck. Was it who yeah, whose were they? I don't know. Not mine. Yeah. Bad. I was in no wait, shape to know. Wait, wait, wait. Can golf clubs wait. even actually rust? I didn't like those must have been yeah. so old. Well, not when you have your no, graphite shafts. Yeah, that's why you get graphite shafts. <laughs> I had a bag mold once. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. I watched I, Kevin I, one time think... lay a football jersey. Over top of one of his yes. downstairs yeah. poker table I think chairs. Kevin's had more things get moldy in his basement. Put her down there anyway. on Friday night, picked her up on Monday morning, along with all of the varnish on the back <laughs> of the chair because of the ammonia from the sweat of his jersey ate through it. 
Yeesh. Somebody found somebody found I'm an a old hard worker. Remember when McCreevy found those tacos in, tacos the, couch? in the couch? Yeah. yeah. Soft shell turned well, hard shell. Well, I'm pretty sure those are McCreevy's tacos. Yeah, so probably. All I know is, oh, the only thing I remember is that kid chewing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we'd be up till four in the morning playing video games, whatever. And Chris would be up by six thirty crunching cereal so loud to wake the whole house up. Yeah. Dry I thought we cereal. Never Dry cereal. Captain Crunch. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any questions that you uh, brought for us or that comes to mind at all? Yeah, I had some. And then I spilled I spilled a drink and I kind of I got a little flustered here. So uh, what did... Oh, Figured hobbies. You guys, obviously, other than golf and, uh, and consuming alcohol, drinking <clears throat> for fun, what would you guys say would be your closest hobby to... And you, kids don't count. Have so you me and a dad doesn't count. Have you listened to all of our other podcasts? Uh there's a couple that I skipped. Okay. There's a couple that there I'm gonna be honest. There's a couple that I skipped. I'm guessing Kevin. There's one. <laughs> a lot of empties. That's an awesome sound effect, by yeah, the way. That's a lot of empties. And then he just goes, he's, that's oh, awesome. Got one. That needs to be on the soundboard. Yeah. Um We've kind of been over some hobbies that we've had. Damn. I know. Just listen to our words. You'll get your answer. Yeah. I was hoping that, you know, I was going to be, I knew I wasn't going to be your best guest that you've had, but I'm going to be better than some of the guests you've had. Uh, I mean. Shots fired. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this, this one so far as we've, as we've started through the previous eight, I think I was more excited to have this one than the rest of them we've had Would you say that I buried the rest of your guests? I mean. Damn, probably. Well, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably Barry. Yes. Yes. All right, I'll stop that there. Um, I mean, just, people are just dying to see your you. joke. Uh, stop. I, that was waiting stop. for that one. Oh, I was waiting for that I'm sorry. One. Yeah. I'm sorry. How's business? It's still walking around. <laughs> that one. People dying to get in. Yeah. yeah. How's business? Dead? Hey there. <laughs> So, so, I so I missed were, it. Were you yelling stop so I would stop those things? So stop, be, stop the jokes. Yeah. So okay. give me, so give me just real brief then the one word answers that I've missed. Uh, for hobbies. Yeah. What What did you guys go with? Uh, photo, video, anything yeah. media wise. Okay, basically. Was, yeah. I yeah. guess I could have guessed that. Hack. I sometimes play video games. Video games. Yeah. Kyle. Fantasy football. This. Yeah. Was that Literally. it? Literally. Was that it? He's really shit. Yeah, this yeah. I, I knew football. all those answers. That was a dumb question. Yeah, I'll probably cut question. it. Uh, yeah. Cut it. Cut, cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Yeah. Well, now he's not going to because it's a joke. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I'll listen through it all. We're, we're getting out there in time. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's working on the longest episode we've ever recorded. Yeah, so. well, that's getting Wymond. It's <laughs> an actual verb. Yeah. yeah. The, the episode is being Wymond right mm-hmm. now. Look it up. Um, we're yeah, getting close to the verb. end. Kyle, do you have anything else for Nick here? Um, no, I just had that question of the, your final two pairing, you know, U.S. Open, what would you have, your final two? Um, and what would, prior, what would your be your two guys? And Oh, I didn't answer mine there. Um, and Hacker, what would you be your two? Obviously filling someone, but. Well, I, I would, I would want Tiger. I'm a big Tiger guy. That's probably obvious by now. Um, and. Maybe JT. I think JT is a good guy. He's a very relatable guy. If you've heard some of his stuff on course, uh, when he misses a putt, 
I mean, he's he's not shy to voice his opinion on it and that kind of stuff. So he's he's a very relatable guy. So I think him and Tiger going to the end, they're friends. So I think that would be good. They'd have good chatter back and forth, being friends. His body type also makes me feel like there's still hope. The fact that like a turd can be a professional golfer. Well, I wouldn't say he's a turd, but yeah. he's he's a shorter he's guy. A he's a shorter guy, but he booms the ball. Kevin could throw him like three hundred yards. Kevin can't hit his driver two hundred and thirty yards. No. Yeah, but he can wrong. still throw me far. None of you are wrong. We're about the same yeah. way. Yard dirt. Yard dirt. <laughs> Yard dirt. Kevin, do you have anything else for uh, for Nick here? Uh, my final pairing would be <laughs> yes. Well, well, we'll continue. This. Phil Mickelson and Ian Poulter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool pants. It's a good. They're cool cats. They're cool cats. I would like to see Phil win another major. I would, if that was my biggest wish, if I could wish like anybody else to win another major, I would wish that Phil would win. I would so I guess, wish that. Too. Yeah. Who well, would? Who would you? Wins, who would be your guy that you would will to one more major? Who would be your guy? Jack Nicholas. Tiger. Well, living. Washington, well, no. he's living. Yeah, I guess so. But that's unrealistic. Yeah. Tiger. Uh, okay. Tiger, I, I you want him to three more. You don't. Th- yeah, I was gonna say you don't think that Tiger's got another one in his tank on his own. No, I think he does. Yeah. But I'm going to will all three of them things. Yeah. I'm behind his team. I just don't know that. It all. I don't know that Phil's got another one in the tank. He'd have to put it all together. I would will him to win one just because I think he's like an ambassador for the sport. And he's an all around. If you do it now, pretty if good you do it now he's going to win. The, he's going to get the Grand Slam. Yeah. I would will. Open, yeah. I would will Phil. Yeah. That would be. Will he would Phil. be my guy. Hashtag will Phil. Hashtag. Will film. Yeah, you wouldn't know yeah. what those are. I mean, not real technical. Maybe I'll send him a little uh, sample interweb. of the old. I'll sample a little, little embalming fluid. Maybe that'll get him going his morning coffee. That's mm. just the jolt he needs. Mm. I don't that'll help. That. Huh? No, I think that'd be the fifteenth yeah. ingredient in his morning yeah. coffee. Maybe that's it. You should hit me up. I don't know what I have. I mean, obviously you want Tiger. Yeah, Phil would be a good one. I mean, Wingfoot because he's 2006. He made a double on that last hole to lose to Ogilvy. Um, I think Patrick Reed and Rory in the final group would be good just because the spark the Ryder Cup again. I don't and, want anything positive for Patrick Reed. I'll put that out but there. But the thing is, the, the, yeah, Rory yeah. hits the ball so straight. He hits it so good. He hits fairways. And Love Rory. not to get like too cutesy with it, but like you need to draw the ball at this um, if you're a right-handed golfer. And Reed... He draws the ball pretty well. Um, anyone like left-handed, you have Phil. If you can cut the ball, Bubba. If you can cut the ball, um, you're gonna be in better shape. Just what I've heard. So, having those two USA versus, uh, I mean, Ryder Cup type thing because we missed the Ryder Cup this year, obviously. I think that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have one last question for you, and it's, it's work-related. Yeah, I Me feel too. bad we didn't talk a lot about golf. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I hate golf. Yeah. All right. We talked a little bit. We got a little <laughs> golf talk here. We got yeah. some of yeah. some of golf talk. Um Nick, Nick, what's the what's the farthest par five? Uh, what's what do you guess what the part the hard the farthest par five of this US Open? Guess what the yardage is. Of this one? Yeah. Or like six hundred and eighteen yards. Six thirty three. Did somebody say that earlier? Yeah, I yeah. I, I talked about that before I have we started. A somewhat shooting. photographic memory, it was close. Yeah. I brought it up before we started, yeah. so I thought I thought he was going to hit it perfect. Yeah. I looked at yeah. 
<laughs> I I looked at some of the stuff around here to like photo, like I took a mental picture earlier yeah. before I came in. I yeah. that Kevin, it is 245 yards to reach the fairway. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that ain't good for me either. I don't hit along. I mean, no. I mean, to get it past the ladies' tees is gonna be ridiculous. Just to watch, they're like, yeah. well, they're gonna be located. It'd be better. It'd be better for hacker than it would be for me. What? <laughs> okay, go on with the question. Okay. It's a, this is more work related, but it was a question that was brought up. What is the, the like the most unique or the coolest service that you've provided uh, for somebody? This is actually good because it's going to hit the golf. It's going to hit golf. I, as well. I thought it would be yeah, this one, yeah, but I just sure. wanted to ask. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we had a young man. Uh, I probably got to be careful about names and stuff like that. But we had a we had a young man that passed away uh, in the firewall community. Um, family grew up. Big supporters of golf in the area, big junior golf uh, supporters all the way around from grandparents to parents to brothers. Um, <clears throat> good golfers, all three of them. The young man worked at worked at Forest Dunes. So uh, you guys have talked about that previously in the podcast. Yeah. Um, he, he worked up there. And right now with the world that we're living in, COVID is kind of crazy for us too. I'm limited as to what I can do where we live in middle Michigan as to how many people we can have inside at a, at a funeral event. Uh, the number is like 10. So yeah. I, it's, that's, Damn. it's, un, it's unmanageable because if you have, you got to count two directors, you can only have eight family members. That's it's, it's unmanageable. So um, <clears throat> the relationship between this young man and his employers or, or few or former employers at Forest Dunes was really strong. And uh, the membership of the course up there loved, loved the, the young man. So um, the course agreed to allow us to, uh, to bring this young man in, in his casket uh, and repose him up underneath the clubhouse like porch, uh, which was awesome. So uh, all the members had an opportunity uh, to come up and, and pay respects, and uh, I, other community members from our area could travel to the course and uh, pay respects. We had an outside funeral in a time where we weren't supposed to have more than 10 people, but they were open. So that area of the state was allowed to have like an open event, and we must have jammed, I don't know, 250, 300 people <laughs> under yeah. uh under a huge outdoor tent for uh this young man's service which is really cool at the end of the service if anybody's ever been uh, you know to forest dunes it's absolutely beautiful it's that place where you pull up and you feel like guys like us you yeah. feel like you don't belong you don't belong there uh, right. no it's yeah. insane i don't think they'll let me on no <laughs> that's just the feeling it's insane i don't play well enough to be here <laughs> yeah yeah so the big thing that we did at the end of the service, we uh, placed the young man. We drove our hearse up there because uh, he had a traditional, you know, funeral uh, in a casket. And at the end of the service, when we closed the casket up, uh, we had pallbearers, uh, which was largely his, his family, who was uh, huge golfers and uh, other, you know, close golf friends from the course up there, uh, loaded him in the back of our hearse. And the, the cart path at this golf course is like eight feet wide and it's stamped concrete and it's continuous. It's insane. It's super nice, but that's wide enough for me to be able to drive the hearse on. So the, uh, his, his, the members of the golf course led our funeral procession with, uh, their golf carts. And then his like 10 or 12 most immediate family members grabbed some golf carts and followed behind his hearse all the way across the front nine of four students golf course. 
which was insane. So as we, you know, we made the entire front nine coming back around, there's like a really scenic, you know, drive up to the first hole. Definitely. Um, yeah. Coming down, we had, I mean, I put the hearse lights on, so we had them flashing and uh, that was a pretty, pretty sweet moment. That was pretty cool to be able to do that. That was by far the most unique thing I've ever done. Um, that was really cool. And it was awesome because I got to see Forest Dunes. Oh, yeah. I'd never been on it before. So it was hard because I was trying to drive the hearse, but I was also like looking around like, holy shit, this is awesome. And like, right. yeah, I had to be super careful right. because I didn't right. want to like, I mean, they've got like, you know, uh, like granite markers and stuff like that to line the cart path. And, and like that hearse is a bus. Mm-hmm. It's like friggin' 12 feet, 13 feet long and it don't turn quick. So I like had to keep my eye on and I didn't want to like get off the course and like, you know, damage anything. So yeah, I was like, I had a constant fight to like look around like this is badass and not not get off the the course. But that was really cool. That was super cool. Awesome. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I think it was great talk. A lot of good questions. Knowledgeable. Yeah. Knowledgeable. Mostly professional. Yeah. Yeah, For the most part. I hope. We had the casualty of a beer on the floor, but that's okay. Yeah, we got one down. Um, yeah, so I'm sure you will. Yeah. He'll lay it to rest later. Um, I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. Lay it to rest. Yeah, I will. Kyle, thank you for uh, making time in your day, yeah, busy right. day to be here. Kevin, thank you very much. Anytime. Uh, good luck uh, Anytime. getting up early for work tomorrow. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, episode good. nine. Good luck, work. <laughs> Ooh, double digits next time. Let's go. Episode nine. That's it. We're out of single digits after this Zero one. Zero nine. Episode we'll be rich. Nine. So 09, Pyroar. Yeah. There we go. Pyroar. Yeah. Thank you again for coming on. Thanks, guys. Stop we'll on. see everybody later. Bye.